You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 545. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by MeUndies. Think of your underwear. It's the first and last thing you put on every day. You probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear, so don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town? That's why I only wear MeUndies. I've talked about them extensively. It's the only underwear I own. They're awesome, super comfortable, great, uh, great fit, great patterns, really cool styles. Uh, the undies are so soft, they make Bob Ross's voice sound like Gilbert Gottfried. They're so soft that Kenny G thinks about them to get inspired to write his next song. MeUndies uses the coveted micro-modal fabric, which is a full three times softer than cotton, so take that, big cotton. And not only will you feel like your loins are being hugged by joy itself, but MeUndies gives you multiple style options for both men and women. Um, and can now try the new boxer brief with Fly, uh, which is the same great cut as boxer brief, but now with an added option for guys who prefer to go through the gate versus over the fence. I just tried some out actually very recently. Uh, it's, it's nice. Uh, MeUndies is the go-to for the softest loungewear on this side of the Rio Grande, so hang out in their super comfy lounge pants and onesies. Yes, you heard me right. MeUndies makes onesies, and they're incredible. So to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100 satisfaction guarantee go to meandies.com slash rooster teeth that's meandies.com slash rooster teeth big thank you to meandies for sponsoring this episode of the rooster teeth podcast speaking of the podcast you know this week is the steak off so uh let's go check out some steaks everybody welcome to this very special edition of the rooster podcast brought to you by meandies stamps.com and full sale thank you where are the logos where the logos put that knife down what are they paying for and i'm gus gavin Barbara. Ah, Bertie. And Gus. <laughs> you already did three Gusses. You know, three Gusses. <laughs> Gus, Gus. I'm hungry enough to eat three steaks. All right. Hungry. I want to know as soon as possible if the wind is too much, and then Gus and I will go inside while they cook the steaks. I don't so, see Aaron, any wind. It's fairly I, windy out. I know what day. happened, what you're thinking about. After we finished cooking, we went inside while they ate the steaks out here, and then they came in. Is that what happened? That's what happened. Okay. We were, we're going to reenact we're trying Game to of Thrones. You weren't here for judging? No, we went, we went inside so y'all could talk Listen, about Listen, I don't know that oh. steak-off night has, like, Gre- some kind of ceremony that's part cooking? of the ritual. Should we be cooking now? Yes! All right, so here's the deal. Let's Change up this year. Since I'm the two-time reigning champion, we thought Disputed. it would be really rude if Gus lost three times in a row. I just don't want to eat cook anymore. <laughs> Losers get to interrupt. So, Gavin and Barbara are going to be cooking the steaks yep, tonight. Yep, yep, Do you want to give us a little bit of, uh, ooh, look at that. What do y'all? That meat. Catch your meat before I cook it. Oh! oh. In the oh. sun. Look at that. What is it? No, this blocked out the sun. <laughs> like, I can literally shade my entire face with the size of the face. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is solid. I'll get my mic here by it. <laughs> I don't think you have to get your mic that close. Oh, the the higher it goes, the better it tastes. Send it back. We got uh, 3.6 pounds of... I'm reading it. Go I'm overhand. fucking, I'm Go fucking overhand. reading it. Top sirloin steak, prime boneless. I thought you were gonna oh. stick it out of my arm when I yeah. did that. I was, I was, I was anxious right, to throw, but I would ba- not. Barbara, what are you working with? Uh, so uh, I know I I'm cooking on this year's steak off, and I was prepared for it, but you guys didn't specify in the rules that I couldn't um, use a champion <laughs> for my steak. Yeah, we did. We said Barbara and Gavin are cooking. We yeah, literally but, said like that's the only thing we specified. But I've, I've elected a champion. Uh, Miss Mariel Salcedo is gonna be these? cooking my steak. We're already cooking, baby. Mario, oh, really? So you brought in a ringer? I did bring in a what, ringer. Bullshit! Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, this is Don't bullshit! Rules, it. it violates the spirit of the steak off. Mariel, what are you working with? We're a team! Right. I think I got my mic on. Uh, uh, we got some ribeyes yeah, for you guys, some rib prime ribeyes. Uh, we're sous-viding them for about an hour or so. 
Uh, we're there an hour. Forward. When did you start the sous vide? Very important. Uh, about 30 minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. We'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. I don't know. That's what the, the viewers are wondering. You only really yes. have to cook the outside. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Truly. Yeah. You could eat it raw if you want. Uh, it's about. Uh, we got some coarse. Oh God. They're seasoning everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get this on there. It doesn't go anywhere there. We got Gavin, and we've got Gavin. Uh, so, so, I, one of you sounds oh. like oh. one of you sounds like you're oh. taking it way more seriously than the other. I'm not going to give away who I think. No, is No, I think Gavin. I think we're both taking it pretty seriously. Gav, what's the temperature, what's the temperature the on that grill? Oh, it's Good. two of them, Gavin. Yeah, it is. Oh, what bam? Yeah, that one on there. Oh, this one. The needs paper, the Gavin. Same, uh, the paper. Same sort of gubs. That's going real good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kevin, you got uh, Worcestershire right there. Oh, just... dude. Well, they're oh. not going to be even now. Oh. Put it on gonna, the grill. I'm going to go check on my steak. I'm hey, gonna... oh, paper, the paper. Oh, there's paper on it. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, Gus, what? on a preliminary hey, basis, <laughs> Barb Merle, yes. or whatever this team is called, it's, it's... Barb Merle have picked my favorite way of preparing steak and also Good my job. favorite cut of steak. Uh, I'm normally not a sous vide fan. I think it's cheating, but the, rib, the ribeye is my favorite. Why is ribeye? it cheating? It's not grilling. That's not a, it's not grilling. It's, it's, not the, it's not the grill off, it's the steak off. Steak yeah. off. Who says it has to be grilled? There you sure. go. All right. I see we have a cast iron pan out here. I, I, I like how particularly you're being about that rule and not about the rule of having someone else. There was no rule. The rule was Barbara and Gavin Cook. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say we couldn't have a teammate. She's still cooking. I'm just Look, I'm cooking. We Look live in the post-Game of Thrones world now. Yeah. yeah. Rules go out the window. So exactly. Just she's go where my, you need to she's go. She's my Oberyn. If That's it. If you're cooking, um, what cut of meat do you have, Barbara? Ribeye. Uh, what's uh, the temperature on the sous vide that you're doing? 129. Oh, look at Ooh, you. She already chose 129, it. huh? Sure what, did. What, se what seasonings did you put on that with that sous vide? We put, um... Kosher salt. Kosher salt because I'm Jewish. And... Fresh black pepper and garlic. garlic. There you go. Classic. And butter. There's some butter in there I saw as well. Yeah. Uh, that was, that garlic. was the garlic. Oh, that's the garlic. Yes. I was wondering why it had melted. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You know why it's called kosher salt, Barb? Nope. I don't know if the salt itself yeah. is kosher. I think it's used in kosher preparation. I believe oh. you are correct. Okay. Yeah. I totally knew that. Yeah. The kosher salt is like. I'm also wearing sunglasses that it's I stole from Bernie thick, yeah. about a year ago. There you go. Because right. Bernie is the reigning champion. I thought if we had his sunglasses, they would provide us. So she some, stole my glasses a year ago, luck. apparently. Have, have you ever seen the Bernie? comparison between <laughs> how much salt you get if you, like, let's say you were to get a cup of regular salt and a cup of kosher salt? Just side by side, and if you were to weigh the two independently, the kosher salt weighs way less because it's so yeah. grainy, it takes up so much uh, more yeah, volume. Yeah, yeah, so it's like yeah. if a recipe ever calls for kosher salt and not regular salt, definitely use kosher salt, otherwise you're oversalting or whatever it is you're use cooking. Less. I find that's like one of the weird things is like I see Gavin has a pepper grinder yeah. on the side of the grill there. I've got that same one at home. Pepper Are you putting that, that directly on it? Get, grab that plastic. It ready? It ah. Oh. So uh Peppers I find like all over the place. Like I, I wanted coarse ground pepper to make my steaks at home with. But then I got just normal pepper that I remember like the old McCormick stuff yeah, that comes in the, the little the metal can. Stuff? Yeah. Dude, that stuff's like the finest powder imaginable. Yeah. I just want pepper that's just, you know, I, like, like at the restaurant, when you put pepper, it's like little flakes. You know, what, what, what they're not like, massive, but they're not this little What do you have against the grinder? Your steak's going to be raw. I have grinders at home. I don't have like the disposable ones. I just have yeah. uh, like a grinder. 
I don't know. It's just like it's hit or miss. Let me flip I like the, the grinder because I feel like you're you're cracking the pepper fresh. And with most of them, I don't know about this one. Most of them, you can set the, the like level of grind and how much uh, how how coarse you want your pepper. Does that matter though? Like they also make salt grinders as well. Is it fresher if what? you're if you're grinding it at? I mean, it's like, what, that's the old joke, like, there's salt that's, like, 250 million years old, and it expires next month when you get it, because they have to put yeah. an expiration date on food. But it's always silly to me. It's like, yeah, this was around for 250 million years, but, yeah, eat it really quickly. Well, I think the, the coarseness of the, or the, the fresh aspect of the pepper does help, but, yeah, you're right. With salt, I don't think it matters. I think it's just the different applications, you know, like Mariel's doing with the steak in there. Uh, you want Barbara. That Barbara's doing with the steak in there. <laughs> I'm doing you want a coarser salt doing. on the outside uh, to help, like, kind of extract a lot of the oh, no. the, the juices as you rest the steak. Man, everything I've ever read. Uh, the other thing I like from sous vide, there's a great YouTube video out <laughs> yeah, there that teaches you how to do a reverse sear steak, where you they, it's, you'll know you're watching the right one because in the first two minutes he says it's time to flip the script on making a steak, and he says in that thing use more salt than you think you're oh, gonna need. Absolutely. Which is absolutely true, especially with sous vide. <laughs> Lack of a better term, it gets a little sweaty. Yeah. So you're gonna lose some of that. Also, you know, when you put the salt on, when you're letting your steak rest before you cook it, a lot of it falls off. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so it's just like that's just inevitable. So you gotta put way more. It's gonna look almost like you're crusting it. What the Is fuck are you eating, Barbara? What? You have fries? No. You bring other food with you? They're uh, steak and uh, frites. You bring? Get, get us some frites? Hey. Okay. Be looking over here. What's she seeing? They could look last year. Why can't we look? We did look last year. Oh, uh, you want to take a peek? Do you want the big? Do you have oh, like a? Yeah. Uh, Hey guys, well, come take a peek. Please take a look. Do you, uh, what were the things that Rhett, get, Rhett and Link brought? What let's was it called? Wait, wait, wait. Hold that. I want to just get uh, uh, clo uh, cloches? Cloches. Shing. The cloche. Wow. That's, uh. What's that? What's no. that? Nope. What do you mean? You can only peek. That was, that was more than a peek. There were two things in there that I have a big question about <laughs> besides the steaks. So I still feel like I'm competing with Gus, even though we're just eating. Like, I have to be a better Are eater. Are you competing to judge? Yes. Like who's the better judge? Everything's the a competition. I need a judge for the judges. All right, let's see what you got here. Bernie's gonna win something one day. All right. In 21 years. All right, here we go. He won twice last year, didn't he? Contested. I, I always believed in you. Yep. Hopefully I'll continue to believe in you. It looks like a steak, looks good. Which one's Gus's? That's Gus's right there, right? Put a yeah. little, <laughs> is this mine? <laughs> no. Okay, mine's rare, so put a little bit of Red Bull on there. That'll be good. Yeah. Oh, look at that sizzle. Coursing with energy. That's the uh, dextroglycerin. 520. The hydrochloric peroxide. This podcast is not brought to you by Red Bull. <laughs> Does anyone do like a Red Bull uh, marinade? Is that a thing? They should. Can I get xanthan gum just on its own? Can you get that, Eric? Can you get us like an industrial, like five pounds of xanthan gum? I just want to see what that's like. I bet. It's, it's in a, everything. I bet it's a powder. See, here's the thing. I feel like Gavin still gets points because he's actually... I'm gonna Putting see, in the effort. I'm going to see how Barbara's is going. Yes, please do. Gus, Gus, come check mine out. I'm looking. Ooh, actually. That's good. Just wait. So in addition to the wind playing hell with the audio, and I, are you guys keeping up with the comments? Are they they're okay? okay? We're okay? Okay, cool. Wind is actually really hard on grilling. Terrible. And smoking stuff. Terrible. Because it, t it wicks away so much heat, especially when you're cooking something like a steak, where you want to get really high temperatures. It is hard to get a grill, especially a propane grill, over like... 300, 350 degrees. And you want to get it up, to, in my opinion, a grill, you want to get it to like 500, if you can. If you're doing a sous vide. I just no, if you're grilling, you know, I just like, I feel like if you're using the grill to finish, you want like a 500, but if you're using the grill for the entire cook, you don't want it that high. I do, man. Cause I don't want to cook the middle. I want the middle to be like blue. 
Yeah. That's the way the I rarer like it. the better. Normally, yeah, right? Normally what I'll do at home is I'll crank the heat to about 600, uh, put the steaks on, then immediately drop it to about 350. That way they get that initial sear and then slowly cook, but the middle doesn't uh, doesn't burn up. Would you Fair like play? another beer, Gus? I'm okay, thank you, though. Bernie, would you like a drink? Well, I would love one, Barbara. Thank you for like? asking her. I didn't expect this level of... Uh, yes. Uh, corruption. Well, uh, while our <laughs> chef prepares our meal, I would love to uh, get you guys a beverage. Nah, I'm good. Would you like any appetizers from the kitchen? Maybe some uh, gold, some goldfish. Ooh, like uh, like those oatmeal cream pies. Oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> Do you have any xanthan uh, gum? <laughs> maybe some Lay's potato chips. <laughs> Only the finest steakhouses serve Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies, as I recall. And if you cut into quarters, that'd be great. You got it. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. What's a good appetizer? Uh, I, I, a good appetizer? I could be eating a steak? Yeah. No. Normally I start with a salad. I, I'm, I'm pretty traditional with that. What kind of salad? Uh, uh, blue. I'm sorry, uh, wedge. Wedge salad. You gotta have a wedge salad. Wedge salad's like a, just like a quarter of a head of iceberg lettuce. About Waldorf. With, is that like walnuts in that? Yeah. Uh, or uh, Celery, apples, walnuts, Too grapes. much. Too much. Nah, man. Classic wedge salad. Blue wedge cheese salad. dressing, bacon crumbles on it. Yeah. Cherry tomato. The average steak dinner is like what? About 3,000 calories if you go to a <laughs> yeah. steakhouse. It I thought is, you were going right? to say dollars. <laughs> no, 3,000 calories, it's got to be. Well, the steak is so many calories in it already. I mean, I'm sure they put butter all over it. You're not a super healthy individual, Gavin, but do you count calories or do you do the kilo cal stuff? No, you know what, though? I used to always get the uh, chocolate chip cookie shake at the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Ever since they put on that it was 1,050 calories, I don't get it anymore. Right. It's like half a day of food. Yeah, it's really good, though. In liquid form. I don't know. If you're drinking 1,000 1, calories, it seems like worse than just eating 1,000 calories. Yeah. Because it goes down so fucking fast. Yeah. Dude, I had a thing this weekend. We're, uh, we're working on a project. I'm doing the thing we haven't talked about yet, and I'm trying to, like, just shed some weight. And I got on the scale Friday. got on the scale Monday. I had somehow gained six pounds over the weekend. Mm. Six fucking pounds? How is that possible? It's probably you ate too much. Yeah, you ate a lot. Yeah, so John's saying I can very weigh five pounds. Literally over the course of the day, I got so mad at myself, I just drank a bunch of water and pissed a bunch. No offense. <laughs> and then I, I had dropped, I'm back down like three or four pounds from that. It's, it's, so you're saying it was like sediment in your bladder? Who the fuck yeah. knows, dude? Who knows? Normally, if, if, if I weigh myself, I try to always do it at the same time of day. I, dude, I was doing that. Okay, it's there a, you go. Just get up in, answer John, John get up in the morning. It yeah, it's just frustrating, dude. It's like, what's going on? Yeah, Ashley's like, it would take me literally like four or five months to change six pounds in weight, like with effort. Because she's trying, you know, with the baby, she's trying to add on, pack on pounds now. So she's like working her ass off trying to get the calories. Get some in. milkshakes at the draft house. That's a good idea. Take her down and get her to the. Way to do it. What, what milkshake was it, Gab? The chocolate chip milkshake? Yeah, yeah, dude. They don't fuck around though. They make a, like a real so cream good. milkshake, and then they just like basically take a whole candy bar and crunch it in there. <laughs> the milkshakes there are so good. It's like one of those waffle cone places, but there's no cone. <laughs> you're just drinking straight out of it. I uh, this weekend or the other day, I started sleeping. Oh, you were you're talking about getting good sleep. <laughs> I started sleeping with a CPAP machine. Yeah, why are you putting that out there on social media that you got a CPAP? Machine? Why not? Why wouldn't I? Because it's like such a weird well, it like. Smells good. Because we talked before about me having apnea on the podcast. But look, the results are seems like they're good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I never realized that I wasn't getting good sleep. Really? Yeah. So now I think maybe I should get a CPAP. See, it's like I'm getting more sleep without having to sleep more. Does that make sense? Right. More restful sleep without having to sleep longer. Quality over quantity. Yeah. 
It's awesome. What is this, this big honking thing that sits on your face yeah. and pushes air at you? Yeah, you can, you can pretend like you're an independent today. You're like a Harry Connick Jr. Can you, have a, can you have sex with it on? Gentlemen, some appetizers. <laughs> what, is that? what is this? Gentlemen. Oh, look at this. We got some uh, Nutri-Grain bar. Oh, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> some, some of that almond butter biscuit, uh, a Milano cookie, and a Rice Krispie treat. Enjoy. I can't compete with this shit. No, you can't. I'm uh, pretty sure you can easily compete with this I the oatmeal cream pie. Yes. yes. My friend ordered the oatmeal cream no, pie. No, it's oh. fine. It's fine. I'm sorry, but we, uh, we're out of the oatmeal cream pie. I'll be sure to let our kitchen manager, Devin, uh, <laughs> I was just complaining about the fact that I gained six pounds over the weekend. Here's, like, here's a plate of carbs for you. Carbs and sugar. Anybody, would anyone like to join in here, please? This is, this is a community effort. Appetizers. <laughs> oh, nice. This Can is a French, French fry, fry reduction. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's a deconstructed French fry. It is. Oh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> None for me. No. <laughs> Some tomato puree. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Cold. <laughs> Cold. And floppy. <laughs> hey, Bernie, you know what I just noticed? What's that? I think in the last two years we made everything. We did. Yeah. We did. We made like we made like all the sides and everything. Yeah. Like that. Any sides tonight, or is we looking at it? I think we're looking at it. I take this one too. Right. Slaved over. <laughs> oh, I got on my Milano cookie. You gotta look catch up. Slaved oh. over a counter with a knife. How was that no trash can? I made a mess in the kitchen for you. Anyway, that's the good so food. <laughs> I've never had a tweet that has had more people text me or DM me to ask me questions about it. Yeah, because people are people are serious about their sleep. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't know someone who uses it or who's willing to talk about it. That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it. Is um, a lot of people reached out to me asking how I got it or or how it affects things. Which your doctor prescribed it. Doctor prescribed it. It uh, makes a huge difference. Unbelievable. Looks good. So it's just like you're sleeping. You have this mask on. Does it go over just your nose or your whole mouth? Uh, nose and mouth. So if it, if it turns off in the night, you die. No, I mean, you still breathe. It's not airtight. Oh. But, um, yeah. You're underwater. It just pushes air into you. That's it. That's it. it that increased pressure. Why can't I just turn a fan just on and point it at my face? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's like, it does make a little bit of a seal and just pushes it in. Is it dynamic? Like, it can tell when your breathing changes and yeah. then it gives you more air or something? Well, it, when I'm inhaling, it puts more in. Then until when I'm exhaling, it stops and lets me exhale. And then how does this manifest itself, like, that you have better sleep? You just wake up and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I, I can wake up before my alarm. I don't feel like shit. That's uh, my, you know, that's and, my and other superpower. I can't fall asleep in five minutes anymore. Oh, you really can't? Because you have a fucking Darth Vader mask Because now I'm actually sleeping. That's what I realized. Because you're not tired. Before. Right. I'm, I was tired constantly before. I'm not tired anymore. Oh, really? I, I like falling asleep whenever. I want to get one of those things. It's great. Can you get one if hey, you don't have apnea? Here's a great idea. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. Because I gave you, I gave him like uh, eight months ago, I gave him a bed jet. You gave it to me in winter. What's a bed jet? Now, now is when I should be using it. Barp. Are you using it? I'm about to put it in. Oh, fuck you with this. <laughs> about to put it in. You'll get the CPAP. It'll sit in your closet for months. So there's this thing. I got a ridiculous item that? that I saw called a bed jet. And Ashley's always super, super hot or cold in bed. Yeah. And I'm always super hot. So I'm like, fuck this. And I can't, I can only sleep outside the sheets and everything. So I found this thing called the bed jet. It sits yeah, under, it looks like a medical device. It's under the bed. Uh -huh. And it's a hose that comes out. And you have a special comforter. Okay. And then so it blows into the comforter. It blows into the comforter, and then the air comes at the bottom of it. Oh. So it's like a little, like you know, like you make a little tent with sheets when yeah. you're a kid with a fan and the, tent, the sheets. It's like that, but it's the Does adult that mean version. You guys have of that. two different comforters. So no, it's uh, there's a seam down the middle of the bed. So I got the dual zone. 
which was a little bit more, but it was like cost effective. Like, oh, it was enough to where it was like, wasn't like double the cost of it. Turns out the dual zone, they just give you two of the fucking things. Oh. <laughs> so I said, Gavin, here, take this, because you're dealing with the same thing with Meg, where yeah. she's always she like. cold or hot? Cold. I'm cold. Yeah. I'm like cold to the touch. Yeah. So, so you're cold. So use it in winter and heat yourself up. It's no, I'm not actually. It's I'm not actually cold. Right. I'm just cold. Feel cold. You so you can. So, so why she, not put the heat? She gets. Yourself? She gets hot. Yeah, there we go. But the thing is, I just thought I would be at least 31 before I had a hose coming out of my bed. It's a, it is a hose. And I'm only 30. So. It is. Aren't yeah. you 31 in like two days? Yeah, that's what I'm putting in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it you really had a plan. That's for your the limit. It literally takes about a minute and a half to set up. That's about it. There's a yeah. whole Bluetooth thing. Doesn't have to go under the bed. If you want to like. Keep it where you don't see My it. You can just put it at the foot of the bed. When I sleep, I hold the comforter and I pull it with me when I turn. Yeah, because you're a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Are you the same way in bed where it's like the bed is this big and your space is this much and Trevor your guy, is that much? I don't know why I'm avoiding saying Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor gets like a sliver. I get like a sliver we, of the bed. We are pretty good at sharing, but I still pull. I'm still a comforter. You, do, do you, you should have think? a secret pullout extra bed that you can roll onto if you need to. Like oh, we do. We bed. do the secret yeah. pullout all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You washed your hands, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the thing now in my bed is, and this goes even back to Joe the cat, is what we learned. Now it's the bed. Half yeah. the bed is mush. Then yeah. Ashley. Mush isn't that big. And then no, but he gets half the fucking bed. Why? Because he's all sprawled out. Fuck that. Fuck that cat. Uh, I agree. Put him on the floor. I agree. And I'm like this in the corner. You paid for that bed. Here's what you do. Ah, Ashley starts creeping over, turning the bed jet. She fucks off to her side. Does the the bed jet also freak Mush out? Does he not like the noise? No, they're okay. They're okay with it. That's a hot knife. We had a really nice moment the other day where Ashley was, it was on the weekend, Ashley was sleeping and she had Mush on her belly basically. Yeah. And Mush was purring away, and then the purring of the cat, the baby was kicking like crazy. Because it was like, mm. the baby's at a point where he can hear. Baby's trying to sleep. Dumb cat's keeping it awake. Probably so. Probably someone's going to like write to me and tell me how that's horrible for child development. Or like that. <laughs> or sure. I've never had a Milano melt this melt in it. It's good. I can yeah. never go back. Can I have any ketchup on it? A little bit. A little bit. It's like a Canadian <laughs> cookie at that point. They have those ketchup tomato. Canadian or, cookie? They have those ketchup potato chips. Yeah. They love those in Canada. What was that thing we had though. in Sweden? Well, you don't put ketchup on potato chips either. Yeah, but you said cookie. I know, I'm saying if like they like it on potato uh, chips, uh, maybe. Oh, I got you. I, I, I misunderstood. I see you now. Ketchup cookies seems like something they'd have in fucking Canada. They're godless. Tim Hortons. <gasps> so, I'm sure if a lot of people want to talk about Game of Thrones, we're going to do the same thing we've done in the past. End of the podcast. End of the podcast, we'll talk about Game of Thrones. Bottom line. I can't so, wait for the next good. episode. I'm so excited to see where they go. I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> bottom line is, uh, we all really loved the episode. Thought it was a tremendous ending to a no Any plates? Oh, I got you. We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. That's not <laughs> Really? He's just about ready. Oh, really? Everything's so hot. You, I gave you an oven mitt. I know. <laughs> Why am I not wearing it? How hot does how hot did that thing get up? About 400. Where'd you get the meat that you got, Mr. Gabo? Uh, it was on the table when I arrived. <laughs> I think they got it at the grocery store right next door. So you, who chose the steak, Eric? You chose the cut? Uh, my uh, my associate producer, Christian. Christian. He's right. garnish. Right yeah. <laughs> Christian, you're the guy that gets east side pie. Christian's behind the camera right here. We needed something to deliver today. Over uh, over home slice. Shameful. Home slice oh, I see some I see some good things going on over there. I see 
Something that that's really concerning great. me, though. No, no, no. This is all. This is this is flair. This is Gavin showing how he's a man of the people. Like, this is, he's taking something. When I think of the people, I think of what I'm seeing over there. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, this is a, a street steak. Uh -oh. Although, I don't know if that's a good word. Yeah, it's windy. Be careful with that. It's a bit clingy. <laughs> Dude, I saw a video online. It looked like, I don't know where it was. It looked like it was in Mexico somewhere and someone was celebrating. They were playing a drum. And another person comes up and starts pouring liquid in there. Turns out it's gasoline. While the yeah. person's drumming, I'm like a snare yeah. drum. A lot of vibrations. Then they light it. By that point, the, the gas yeah. is like in droplet form in the air. It lights I mean, like five people on fire, no. and they all go running. And this old dude in, the, in a this old Mexican dude in a cowboy hat, it's like running around, like beating people, like trying to put them out. You know, he's like the one smart guy in the group. There was a about don't, don't use gasoline. Don't no. use diesel if you're gonna do something like that. Use diesel, like like if you're gonna light a fire and you gotta use some kind of fuel source in order to do it. Diesel doesn't explode. Diesel doesn't explode. Gasoline, 100% of the time, it'll explode yeah. on you. There was that horrible tragedy in Mexico a couple months ago, where uh, there was a pipeline that was leaking and people were stealing gasoline from it, and then it ignited. That was horrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, they were stealing gas while smoking. Right, and I started watching the video, and then the pipeline explodes, and I was like, I, I don't know why I watched this. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know what I, I was just going to end. Right, it's like, I, I definitely 100% should not have watched that video. Oh, this wasn't God. the happy looting story that I showed up for. <laughs> this ended tragically. Man, that was awful. Gasoline. Where did the other one go? Gasoline. Did I lose it? Gasoline's terrible oh, stuff. Did you take it? So, I got a weird problem going on here. I was looking for is, all the gubbins. This is, my iPhone is now hanging by a thread. I am like, this is my oh, last hand as an Apple person. It's you know coming out soon, though. You know what happened? It's going to hook you. No, this is, this is, what's the reason why I've kept an iPhone this entire time? What have I always said? The ecosystem, you're on the, the computer now? I'm in the ecosystem, but what in particular? What part of the, the like, uh, apps? Like the digital purchases, music, movies? Nope, I'm out of all that. It's all iMessage for me. All my friends oh. on iMessage. For some reason, my iMessage on my iPhone has decided, nah, you don't, ha you don't have that anymore. What does that mean? I don't know. It just, I can't send iMessages to anybody. You iMessaged me earlier today. Uh, did I really? Yeah. What did I say? You said, welcome to the last week, asshole, or something like that? Oh, I did that for my iPad. <laughs> I did that for my iPad. You said, uh, welcome to the last fucking oh. week. Hey, steak's on. All right. Oh, Gavin! Dins! Is this the Red Bull one? Yeah, that's the Red okay. Bull one. I want to make sure. Thank you. That one, sort of, this part flopped off, so probably not yeah, cooked in there. The best part about this is it's two firsts for me. A, I've never had Gavin make anything for me. And B, I've never had food poisoning. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to both of these. Things. Gavin, can you describe the steak, please? What it is, right? It's a steak. It's a ribeye, yeah. No, it's not a ribeye. It's it's, uh, it's the meat steak that was there earlier. Definitely not a ribeye. And then this, <laughs> this is um, sort of the uh, lettuce and special, amazingly special sauce and some bread on top. Mm. Some cheese. You've got about four pounds of meat before you get to the bun, just so you know. But but pay special attention to this part. Oh, it's cheese that's on a this. part of it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, I hope you're getting it too. Are you getting it? I got. I see that. We got a. Uh, that special part right there. I'm trying to. Yeah, you you want to be looking for this part. Are you getting that? Oh, because that's that's in. That's inside. I see. Uh. Oh, yours is there. Yours is I there. see it. I yeah. see it. All right, can I get another napkin? This thing is uh, yeah. delightful. I think we're, we're gonna need like a roll of napkin. Oh. Mm. This is. My first impressions are this is excellent. Thank you. Yeah. What what a what a coincidence that we happen to have individual served brown napkins. What what was the likelihood of that? Hey, Eric, I see you fucking eating fries, handful what? of fries. He just snuck a handful of fries. Eating on the job.
give you each a fry because I don't want it to take away from the. All right, uh, so you're saying I should go off to the side here. Yeah. Well, the well, steak. Yeah, bun well, integrity is a thing here. Yeah. The, the steak tastes better than oh. I expected. Yeah, it tastes like Big Macs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like blood and sauce coming out. So good. Ah, uh, they're gonna get so sick. Mmm. I, I would put money on Gus you getting, getting Are you getting some of that in there too? Yeah, I'll go around, yeah. I'll go around the other side and get yeah. some of this. What, it's really like a journey around... What seasonings, <laughs> what seasonings did you put on this steak? Um, you got some garlic powder. Most of it is over there. Um, there was some salt as well. That I think that did go on. Yeah, I taste the salt. And uh, the Worcestershire sauce, I opened it, but I didn't use it. Dude, I gotta I tell you, I didn't think special sauce would be a good topping for a steak. It's better uh, than I expected. It is better than I expected. <laughs> You know, we always kind of uh, point out the fact I, that... I want to point out the, the best part of this steak. I don't know if I can get a camera here. <laughs> All right, so that is wet. proper raw in the middle. But good. My, my favorite part of the steak right here is... Uh, <laughs> All of that right there. the Big Mac? I don't think that's from the Big Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Blood Mac. The mm. Blood Mac. No, it feels good. It's, uh, are you ready? it's pink, but not red. No, it's, it's cooked. Yeah. It's it's actually cooked all the way through. I thought for sure because it was so thick that you were gonna yeah. end us a rub. I would say I would say he went to a special category of yeah. cooking. Cool. Like he went full into scorching. That's uh, good. Jordan, you want a bite? Come on in. Oh yeah. Oh look. Have at you this. ever had a Big Mac and a steak at the same time? <laughs> it's really fucking good. Surprisingly good. But are you excited about this? Don't want to get too full, guys. Don't get too full. We got another steak coming at you. It's still eating. What are you doing? We've done the bit. It's actually good. You don't have to eat anymore. It's honestly good. Yeah, go for it. Make sure you get some uh, some uh, special stuff right there. Pick it up a little bit. Yeah. Right here. It goes really well. Trust me. Gavin. It's sort of an internal pairing. Can we get plates? Please. Uh, oh yeah, we need we need Ooh. one more. I stole one. It's pretty good, right? I, I mean, they can use this plate. It has. <laughs> it's not dirty. It's like steak and Big Mac. That's good. <laughs> you know it, son. You what know do you expect it. from it? Steak and Big Mac. That sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, Bernie's uh, looking at the beer. It's a little yeah. warm out here today. Oh, could I get you something? I get cider because then I have, like pretend like I'm having something healthy. Oh. Right, I don't want to get too full. That's fair. Uh, Gavin, this I, was actually really good. I, I appreciate the amount that you ate. I, uh, oh, Mario, look at that. I thought oh. I thought this was going to be a terrible joke, but it's actually delicious. Did you know about it before? No. Did you? Oh, okay. That's good. None of, neither of us is going to ask you for the recipe, because <laughs> we would never make this at home. Do you have any questions about how this was made? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it was just like, Cook and then insert Big Mac. He misidentified the type of steak in it. Do you think he knows? Oh, I smell something delicious over there. There was no yeah. bone. That probably should have been a hint. I like the idea. You get a boneless ribeye. That McDonald's could open a restaurant where they just take mac. Good job, Mario. Into the middle. Get in there. God, that oh, you know what this really reminds me of? This reminds me of. Uh, this is something Dan would order at McDonald's. Yeah, and he would it's get like this. a. Stop it's like eating. a Dan special. What do you mean stop eating? You're gonna get full. Ah, no, that's not possible. You know what? Okay. Yeah, let's get the camera to see the inside because that was that was uh, the risk, obviously. Please notice the diced onions, which he's so carefully prepared, and then we have a. That actually looks like it's cooked really well. <laughs> a, a very a, a bakery fresh bun with grill marks on it, and shredded lettuce. That didn't really survive the secret sauce. Yeah, the, tri the trip there. Did any of you get any grill. cheese? I did. You did. Uh, <laughs> that's a bad sign. Um, 
And then here's a, a nice patty. And there's a bottom bun as well, don't forget. That is now mush. That that's is now totally like, mush. That's properly like just a paste. The stuff that I poured out uh, destroyed the uh, bottom bun. Is that giant plate? Yeah. Listen, it was I, don't, I don't like to waste meat. It was that there, guys. Yeah. It was there, I did to put the bun. Was it Chad? Was it your idea to put the bun on the top? Yeah, but that, yeah, that sort of transformed it into a sandwich, yeah. which I wasn't actually originally intending, but I'm glad it worked out that way. Wow, what a novel concept, put the bun on top. Who, who the fuck thought of that? Let's make sure we pr credit the proper person. Was it Eric or Chad? Who did the bun on can, top? Can we get that in the credits? <laughs> can we get that in the credits That's for this episode? Yeah, bun, yeah, bun building experts, <laughs> Chad and Eric. Who came up with the idea to put the bun on top? I don't want you to ever make me a sandwich, ever. I went to, I went to McDonald's once, and they put a bun on top. <laughs> I went and got a burger at McDonald's. I said, where's the bun? They go, come back Tuesday. <laughs> you can have a bun then. Where's the middle bun? <laughs> it's over there. Big Macs have three buns. Okay. What's that called? That's called the... Middle bun. No, it's got a name. It's called the stub. The flange. The, the, the shoe. It's called something. The, the shoe? Nub. No, the middle bun in the Big Mac food? has a name. I'm naming all the McNuggets. I doubt it's something footwear related. Do you remember the names of McNuggets? We went over this on the podcast. The boot? Ago. The boot? Iowa? The, the beak? No. We're about to cut into the steak if you would like to watch. Oh, yes. Can I tell you something? Matt Hullum, this is his least favorite part of going to like dinner. When they bring him a steak and they say, can you cut into it? I hate Make that. sure it's prepared? No. He gets like, get away from me. Yeah. Like, he doesn't get oh, like would you like, Matt's I was, never like that, but he's like, he's like, Would you no. like to watch? I'm not doing I'll do that. How does he feel about tasting wine? Like, see if it's cool. I think he's, let me, Anna does that. Okay. Where's Barb? Oh, <laughs> I I don't like that. That's too Blading. much. What am I gonna say? Uh, no. Need a Shitty fork. Wine. <laughs> Saw a fork over there. The club. Thank you. I said the nub. Like a club. Like a club sandwich. Before or after. And the the four shapes of chick, chicken McNuggets are the boot, the bell, the bone, and Iowa. And Iowa. <laughs> oh look at that! Wow. Nice. Oh, that was really good. So uh, what was your preparation here in the skillet? Uh, in the skillet, so once I got it on. Barbara? Barbara. Uh, once we got it on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Once, uh, uh, what she did, what, uh, what we did was um, put some vegetable oil, canola oil? Uh, vegetable oil. Vegetable yeah. oil in the pan. <laughs> All right, let it, choice, let it heat choice. up a little bit. And then uh, put that steak in there that was sous vide for Look an hour that. at 129 degrees. Look at that. And then uh, threw in some butter. All right, baby. Salt I bay it. I see some uh, rosemary. Just a little bit. Bu uh, butter, garlic. Nice wind Hey, Why'd you choose uh, vegetable oil for butter? <laughs> Is that enough salt, Bay? That's enough salt. Do you want to buy this? You're gonna shit no, no, I'm good. Where is this? Can you oh, taste it? Yeah, the birds the... are here, they know. <laughs> Go get this grackle. <laughs> get out of here, man. He's, I like he's up there. He's right up there by the owl that's yeah. supposed to deter him from being there. He's like hanging out with the owl. You can serve that to whoever. Uh, so, this is the thing in Austin that you've never seen. These are the plague of Austin. These little flying rat birds called grackles. They sound like little explosions. You can't eat at an outdoor restaurant and leave your food alone for a second because this is a bold motherfucker. Get out of here! Get out! Can you fight a grackle? You, did you know, if you want to experience grackles for yourself, you can come to RTX hey. July 5th to 7th. Hey. Go to rtxevent.com. We still have tickets available. Uh, you can come to downtown Austin, and you can see a grackle. You can feed a grackle. Look, I'm going to feed it a french fry. You can do this. No, it's Wait. bad for it. That's, I think uh, no, it took off. It didn't want to eat it. They don't eat spuds. Uh, a grackle will eat anything. <laughs> Good to go? Yeah. 
Come back, Rackle. That's food. All right, guys. Oh, look at this. All right. So here I have for you. Uh, sorry, Barbara has for you. Yes. I'm just her sous chef. She, I'm, we have she's talking for me. Uh, prime rib. Uh, beef. They've been on the floor. It's no. been seasoned with coarse prime ribeye. Prime ribeye. Not prime ribeye. Prime ribeye. Prime ribeye. Uh, steak. It's been seasoned with fresh cracked pepper. Yep. Some uh, coarse salt. Some garlic. Uh, and some garlic in the water bath in the sous vide. And then um, in the skillet was cooked with some vegetable oil, fuck ton of butter, some so, rosemary, and a little bit more. So I, expected, I expected the vegetable oil to significantly change the flavor of it, and it does not. No, it doesn't. Uh, and it has a higher smoking point, too. How would you describe the cook temperature on this? Uh, medium rare. That's I'll a, go with that. that. Yeah. That's I think that's a little bit bold, but okay. Oh, really? <laughs> I think it might be rare. Mm -hmm. A little more on the rare side. Well, Bernie ah. did say the rarer the better, so. I agree. I think that's uh, just playing this up is to your interests. Quite the Barbara, congratulations. This okay. is a really great thing. I, 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 I should taste it. Because, uh, yes. Barbara, I'll you should taste it. Yes, absolutely, please. Oh, yeah, I should. I, I want to have We some. should all get in here. Oh, yeah. Really good. Believe it or not, it's actually really different from Gavin's. Wow. I, I wasn't sure if that would happen or not. But you wouldn't think steak could be prepared so differently, and yet <laughs> you, here we are. You wouldn't think that that tastes so radically different than this. Get out of there. Thank you, Barbara, mm. you Chad, me. you here for a piece? Yeah, I absolutely want a piece. It looks so good. You don't, so, want, a, you don't want a Big Mac steak? Chad, you came up with the top bun idea. <laughs> guys, you guys, listen. It? Bun on the outside. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think Gavin oh, like oh. noted that as a revolutionary idea. Isn't that rule 101? You can't consume your own product. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not. Gavin, what do you think? That's amazing. I'm not I think something that really takes us over the top we is made the rosemary. Oh. The rosemary and the then. Uh, I've ever yeah. had. I always I always top with some Malden, some sea salt. Just mm. a just a little crunch on there. Yeah. It's got the uh, butter. <clears throat> I can see like the full on like small grains. Yeah. Yeah, that half ton of butter really, <laughs> really was worth it. Butter and salt, buddy. You also use yeah. Kerrygold, which I, in my opinion Kerrygold is the best, is butter, the best butter, butter available. 100%. And they sell it only in one big stick. Is this so sponsored by Kerrygold? <laughs> I wish. So I gotta know, what if we're judging here, what's Tops? Do we go in for the, like they well, have to discuss without us, right? Tops is the bun, dude. We covered that already. <laughs> this is Tops right there. Well, let me try. Would you like some uh, more? Let me go back to back here. Would you like some more? I feel like I need is. privacy to confer. No, I want you to share this with everybody else. Please, guys, have some steak. Have Meryl some steak. actually uh, has a, oh, another. I do have, have another steak another for the steak crew. For the crew. <sighs> that I will be throwing on. I'm pretty sure the Gavin's comes in behind the Rice Krispie Treat. <laughs> with ketchup on it. The Rice Krispie Treat with ketchup on it is slightly better than Gavin's. Gavin, how would you describe the cook on your steak? The temperature. Uh, it looks to be <laughs> medium to, it's, it's cooked a lot since I pulled it off. Mm. It's cooked a lot since I pulled it off. The sun does that. Yeah, it, it was baked by the sun. Yeah. Sun's Dude, way that hotter looks than the so fucking nasty. It, it looks tastes way pretty. better than I, you think. It, I bet, yeah. It it's looks actually like, cooked all the way through, which I'm actually impressed. It looks like the cow had an iron yeah. deficiency. Would anybody like you, some more? No. What's that? No, this I think I've, I think I've made yeah. my decision. So you already, you already, you don't need to discuss. You've got the verdict already. Well, we vote individually. Did oh, you, you and Barbara discuss? I mean, it's there's only two of you. So do we tell us a, how to be do judges. We need, do we need a third? We might for a tiebreaker. Chad. Eric, that means you have to try this one. What, Jordan? Are you me? Jo Jordan's the only one who tried the, oh, the Big Mac steak. But he Yay. left. Where's Jordan? Oh, he's gone. Oh. <laughs> I think he's vomiting. <laughs> he gets a Jordan. discount if he shows up at the hospital there before. Come taste Mario's steak. You want to try Mario's steak? Right over here. Do you want a fresh piece over here? Fresh piece? Come over yeah. here. Yeah, get yeah. some pipe. Well, kind of. <laughs> get one of them. Oh wait, 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 wait. Let me get, let me get some. 
You gotta Hold get on. the salt. Just eating everything that's out there. The Thanks. It's Hold important. On. It's very important. You're eating Chad's top bun. There you go. Good idea, Chad. Hey, Chad, whose idea was a sesame seeds to put on a bun? <laughs> That's still revolutionary. Again, half me, half air. Because I've only had sesame, I've never had the seeds. <laughs> so good. It's fucking good, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, well, I mean with a knife. I will say this, Did though. Try the other one, too? It's less Big Mac. It yeah, is <laughs> almost depressing how good McDonald's is compared to a normal steak. It's just like, I just want to leave here and go eat a Big Mac. I honestly do. It's <laughs> like, you don't, even have to, there. you don't even have to digest. It's all done that for you. That is an it's, insult to steaks. It is, it is. Yeah, the like, steak takes so much effort. I get $3 and I go to McDonald's, have the best <laughs> meal of my this, life. This is from the same animal as that. <laughs> well, that's like from 40 different ones. And this is from one. Look at that, that's like the same thing. We can't throw this that's out though. Same. We can't like waste It was also cooked twice. Right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> been cooked twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna add Big Mac to Muriel's. All right, we doing scores? We're we gonna go in the studio and do scores. Do you want some Big Mac on Muriel's steak and ruin it? Dude, you just ruined, you just blew my mind with that. <laughs> the salt. Yeah. Whose idea was it to put the steak on top of the plate? <laughs> <laughs> that was barbarous. That was a barbarous. The Big Mac does not pair as well with uh, your steak, Barbara. Okay. Well, isn't that saying something good about the steak? It doesn't need the Big Mac right. to be delicious. That's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. You guys, you guys all get a Man, piece? I, I got real, real sweaty out here. Well, you were cooking. Sneezed on my shit. Let's go inside. Let's go inside. Zach? Okay, cool. I need some time to think. Okay. We'll grab another beer when we go in. Do you gotta come for final judgment. <laughs> all right, we're going inside. All right, fucking bomb. I people always tell us not to eat on the podcast, and everyone's favorite podcast is the eating one. All right. I don't want these knives to blow away. Oh, it's hot out there. Bugger. I'm so sweaty. Oof. Can I introduce you guys in a piece? That was it's unpleasant. A, yeah, it's much better in here. Your hair looks awesome, Gav. I just want to say. It? It's got meat and sweat in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of sun in it, too, I think. All right. Uh, if you're in chat, I'm back. I'm going to start looking at chat. Hi, chat. Oh, I am back. Um... Oh, of course, our Wi-Fi is not working. Great. Barbara, welcome back. Hello. Good show, everyone. Oh. That was really long. It was like 20 minutes oh last year. Oh, my God. 40, yeah, it's like 45 minutes this time. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to start talking about Game of Thrones here in a bit. i got two more ads to do. <laughs> you want to do one now while Bernie comes back? Um, yeah, I do, but I need, uh, I need some help for it, and my help's not here. I don't know. Uh, we're, our crew is still transitioning. Some of it's still outside. So yes. Outside. Oh, yeah, so uh, here, I want to talk to you, actually. Before, before we uh, judge Bernie, I want to I talk to Jordan for a second. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I want to remind everyone this episode of I'm going to wait until Bernie crosses. He cross right now. <laughs> I want to remind everyone this episode of Receive Podcast is also brought to you by Full Sail. Uh, we're partnering with Full Sail and have some awesome collaborations coming up. And later this week, uh, Jordan Miles and Chris Kokinos will be attending Full Sail's Hall of Fame week. Uh, they'll be on the Receive Animation panel Wednesday, May 22nd. Uh, Miles is giving a keynote Thursday, May 23rd. And then the whole team will be checking out the Hall of Flame, oh, Hall of Fame. I'm, th I'm thinking of King of the Hill because of the open. The Hall of Fame ceremony Thursday night. We also have an RTAA uh, that the team's been working on that talks about. <laughs> there we go, stuttering. The animation process featuring me, uh, Gus. The RTAA will premiere at RTX, and we're excited to have Full Sail there as well. They'll have a booth on the show floor, intro to animation sessions, and more interactive sessions all weekend long. So don't miss the live stream from Full Sail's Hall of Fame week, Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central. You can catch it on the Receive YouTube channel and at Receive.com. Jordan, you're one of the people that's going there this year? Yeah. 
Uh, what, what? <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. You're really, really helping me. You uh, said you took everything I was going to say. You're really helping me hit the points there. What, uh, are, you, what are you bringing <laughs> to the table here? Yeah, what are you doing there? <laughs> the you, table, you, didn't have the top, you didn't have the top button idea. That was all Chad. I we did eat me. it. You did eat. You're good. like a third judge. Yeah. So stick around in case you need a tiebreaker. So we're, we're debuting an RTAA there, and you created RTAA, much yeah. like Chad created the top button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we're going out there, I think, leaving tomorrow night to go uh, to full sail. And uh, I've never been to Florida before, so I don't know what to expect. Oh, wow. Crocodiles, alligators. They I got both, I, I'm sure. I was there for the, the, the thing last year for the, the Hall of Fame stuff. I gave you got any, got any point? Isn't it did you do the Orlando? keynote? Sure, yeah, Orlando, I right? Well, do you have any pointers for Miles? I, I, I bet I, he's I, really nervous. I actually talked with Miles a bit about it when Miles found out he was doing it. And uh, I still had my outline for the speech that I gave last year. And I sent it to him and had all my notes and everything. And I said, this was the thought process. Oh, so kind of just copied it? I, got I approached it. it. Just so he knew. I mean, it's like if you've never <laughs> given a presentation like that before, you're just, you know, you have an hour. They tell you you have an hour and a half and you're put in front of an audience. Like, how do you... An hour and a half is hard to fill. Right. Approach yeah. talking about it. How do you uh, approach telling that story? So I thought it would be, it would be helpful. Uh, just, just to see that. I had me. Miles could get a full twenty minutes out of the invention of the top button. I think that's. <laughs> oh, I mean, he, I would just go straight to that. Miles is really good at talking, so I think he'll be okay. <laughs> I think he will be okay too. I don't think he has anything to worry about. I don't, I, yeah, is he nervous? Because I was thinking the exact same thing when you said that. I so. haven't taken his temperature on it yet, but I'm gonna definitely like try to like medium get some get some anxiety, <laughs> uh, you know, into him before just, he does. Just tell him that you there. you hope he doesn't show up wearing only his underwear. Yeah. And, and like doesn't forget his like papers or something and right. forgets how to read because like he gets there and they're like, okay, Miles, before you give the keynote, you have to take a final. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have that thing where you can't read in dreams? Because I hear I, I, I can read in dreams. I can read in dreams too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I, I hear that you can't a lot, but I think that's bullshit. I think what, it's bullshit. What have you read in, in a dream? Uh, a couple books. That's why I read a song, uh, of, ice, <laughs> I read a song of Ice and Fire that way. Yeah, <laughs> read a whole all book. of it. Just made it all up in my head. <laughs> mm -hmm. no, it's usually like signs like and stuff. Like street signs and stuff? Yeah. We have beer outside? It's, it's outside the, in out? the tub. <laughs> Shall I go and get a... Do you want any indoor beer? Do you want a Milwaukee's Best? No. Is it good? <laughs> no, this is terrible. So are you going to go to uh, Disney World while you're down there? I was thinking about it, but I think we're only there for uh, the uh, Wednesday and Thursday, so... Ah. It's yeah. good. It's it's a good time. I think uh, you'll have fun. Out we were there. just in Orlando actually for a convention, and there was a lot of people saying that they were going to come see you guys talk. Oh, cool! Yeah, a lot of people thank God. <laughs> yeah, two people I would trust in this company to go for an hour and a half, just like put them in front of a mic and they just go. Are Miles and, and Chris Kokinas? Yeah. What? Yeah, and Chris and Chris Kokinas. <laughs> well, Chris went to Full Sail, so he's going to like show us around. I saw that on social yeah. media. Cool. The post. Or Did you see post, his hair? Picture from his yeah. graduation. What the fuck? Why did we hire that guy with that hair? <laughs> well, he, he cut the hair before we yeah, hired him. He tricked us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I hope you have hope you have a good time, Jordan. Me too. Thanks for stopping by to Thank talk you. about it. It was uh, it was a lot of fun last we year when I went. We might need you, so stick around for steak. I'll uh, sit right here voting. While we're talking about this, stuff, so, I may be going uh, to Chicago next month for uh, an appearance thing. But okay, well, I just want to remind everyone. So for more information on Full Sail University, visit fullsail.edu/roosterteeth. That's fullsail.edu/roosterteeth. Thank you, Full Sail, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Thanks, big, Jordan. Big question Thank for you. people is how do I get started in the industry? How do I get involved with something like Rooster Teeth? And of course, we say make your own Rooster Teeth. Good way to learn how to do that would be to go to a place like Full Sail. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people who went to Full Sail who work here. We do. We have it's, a lot, uh, lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a crazy I'd amount. say it's second probably only to UT and maybe not even anymore. Maybe we have more Full Sail mm -hmm. people than even UT people at this point. Yeah. University of Texas, because that's where we are. You know? yeah. Hmm. yeah, it's a lot. It was if you count interns, I guess, because our internship program is with UT. Yeah. So, good so, tool. Steaks. Steaks. 
Are you nervous? How does it feel? You're in the hot seat now. I'm. This is hard, right? I mean, I'm nervous because f- for Mariel because she <laughs> f- fucking kicked ass. Because she did all the work. You're nervous for her no, because she kicked ass. I because like she deserves the win. Why? And I don't want to fuck Why? it up for her. Yeah, he Gavin's right here. <laughs> yeah, he's Gavin here. was literally throwing garlic powder into the air. And at it one strangely point. worked. And he was I'm using, telling you, he was using a tenderizer to move the steak around on the grill. So I don't want to touch it with my hands. That's showmanship. Yeah. That's what I do. I don't want to touch it with steaks with my hands. I use a tenderizer. You didn't right. use it after it fell on the floor, did you? No, no. But it was like sort of spatula under, tenderizer on top for the flips. Because you don't want the, the patty to fly out. <laughs> the patty. Yeah, I have that problem all the time when I cook steaks. <laughs> yeah. You want to know which side's the top, because where else are you going to put the bun? Right. Bun? If you put what? the bun on the bottom, it's stupid. What is it about being hot? And then you come indoors, and somehow you feel even hotter than when you're outside. Do you get that? Yeah. I feel like I'm sweating more now than when I was cooking. I feel your core temperature's sweat. up. Yeah. I need a cold. I think we were beer. the same way after we did it. We go get a beer. Can we get a beer for Gav? Is that okay? Somebody get yeah. What do you want? This would be top. Shine but up. anything that's cold, I would drink. Get him a Milwaukee's what, what, best. What, what are we doing? Uh, that's why dudes are always like at the grill. They're drinking their beer. What's this? What, what, what are we doing? doing? I assume this what, is a poll for the steak. Oh, what is? Uh, oh, look at all these poles. There you go. Steak off winner. Oh, so if you're watching live, if you're a first member and oh, you're watching live, audience you go to roosterteeth.com slash play and you can cast your vote for which one looked better, uh, Gavin or Barbara Steak. I just want to point out that this, do this for Mariel. <laughs> do it for Mariel. Well, see, this is, this is, when you don't make your own steak, now you have all these obligations. You got a team of people you got to think about. Yeah. Maybe you scaled your operation up too quickly. I think I did. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, you know it, being a business owner, I'm the exactly. owner of the restaurant. And Meryl's the chef that I hired. She go with Gavin's early startup strategy, get the steak, outsource the really tough stuff to a major corporation. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and then yeah, call yeah. it your own. Put your own branding on it. <laughs> you like your white label. And have your you. coworkers come up with revolutionary ideas about it. <laughs> what, what do you call your steak? What do you call it? The McBlood. <laughs> McBlood. McBlood. You should work on that one. How much time did you spend uh, thinking about this? You can bring it on, man. Did you, did, how much time did you spend thinking about it and working on it? Honestly, this? when I couldn't make the original steak off date, it was a blessing because I, I hadn't come up with any way to do it stupid because I could just go there and cook a steak. Yeah, it'd just be such like a we did past steak. <laughs> be such an average steak that I had to think of something. I had an extra two weeks. So let me ask you a question, just on the hypothetical, like possibility. Yes. Thanks Barbara, to the beer that you win. Yes. Next year, am I going to have to go up against Mary or am I going up against you for the ultimate championship? You're going up against Barbara. Then Barbara. Apparently figures well, out. I'm gonna go down to like the local steakhouse and just it. hire the chef there for yeah, a day. I'm, lo- I'm, on I'm loving this poll. There's I'm no, there's the no rule voting. against it. This oh my excellent. god. You won't be seeing <laughs> that too next year. Who is this? Someone in chat's like, someone in chat wrote, it was not blood that came out of Gavin's steak. It's a denatured protein called myoglobin. It's present in cooked beef. You avoid it by allowing it time to rest. It's true. We know that. that I know. A, that was a ton of blood that's, as well. Though. Let's take one on one. Thank Thanks, you, Chad. Chad. Yep. The man, Chad. I, I'm a steak off competitor. I know that. I like how he took to come in <laughs> and it stood right up. <laughs> and I got a, fa- a frame full of Chad. <laughs> uh, oh, so right, good. So what's, what's the voting looking like? Oh, wow, oh, it's really? like a, a two to one. Yeah, but those people didn't taste it. Yeah, Gavin, it Gavin's, Gavin's, I think, winning on presentation right here. Well, I mean, everyone knows what a Big Mac tastes like, so you just look at it and you think, mm. So they did taste You're it failing in a way. Well, the I will say, though, it is it is classic entertainment situation where people come in, they do the hard work, and they do, like, the meat and bones of it, no pun intended, and then there's always people come in and add the color, flavor. They seem like they've got, you know, they're doing the hard job when it's yeah. really, it's like, without the people doing the baseline, you can't do it. 
So without the, would Gavin's be as funny without Mariel or Barbara? <laughs> oh. Excuse me. Would it, <laughs> True. Would it be? That's a good point. Would it be? I don't know. Maybe not. Mariel, you gotta have you gotta have something to play off of. Barbara Mariel. Mariel was a very quick. classic Excellent. preparation. Jordan, what are your thoughts? What, I mean, what? I'm here to be the tiebreaker. Yeah, so. right. If he oh, okay. gives thoughts, so, and it ruins oh, all the suspense of our, I mean, okay. our tie. Okay. Let's just assume if there, there won't a be tie. a tie. <laughs> let's, let's just go on the wild assumption my, that there's not going to be a tie in this. My, my basic takeaway is I definitely get the feeling that Mariel cared a little bit more. Oh! <laughs> How can you say that? I had to send over two emails to get to get mine done. <laughs> two emails? Yeah. He answered, he answered a text. <laughs> I will say that is more effort than usual for Gavin. Yeah, someone was cracking <laughs> up back there. I think, was it Cody? Someone back back there was laughing really hard at your two emails. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, Meryl, when did you go out to buy those steaks? Uh, Sunday and this morning. Sunday and this morning. You, so you, you buy them? You picked the meat out yourself, oh, Meryl? <laughs> Well, come out here. Here I am. My champion. Uh, I did. I did. I went to Camaro. Uh, she's coming out the studio speakers. There she Hello. is. Uh, I went to HEB yesterday and got the steak for the crew. And then I went to Central Market today and got the steak for you guys. Did you hear that? Oh. Do you hear that? HEB. They're, st they're still prime steaks. They're both prime. Uh, why why yeah, did you go to two different one's places? a little then? better. Because one's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw the the ATB wrapper over there. I didn't realize it was yeah. a Central Market one as to well. To be fair, I was going to go to a local local butcher shop. That was um, they didn't have any ribeyes when I went on Sunday, and I didn't realize that they'd be closed today. So oh, you were going to have some very expensive. See, I didn't know who Barbara's ringer was until I arrived today, and I've seen your work on Instagram. And <laughs> thank you. I knew I've I was in for us. Work on Instagram. I, I knew well, I was in for a rough you. time. And look, at, I mean, honestly, you had a team as well because you had Chad as a consultant. Right. Right. Chad. Chad had about as much input as I did. Really? That's I'm it. just letting you know. Yeah. Just, I, I a multi-billion corporation. So Chad, you're responsible for this mess? <laughs> sure. Chad, sure. Chad's all about timing. He just waits, he sits there, kind of looks like he's laying back, not doing much. Then when Gavin's going to put the bun in the middle of the steak, he goes, what about on top? Bam. <laughs> That's it. It's quality over quantity, man. Yeah. So you gotta pick your moments. Chad knows that. Oh. Gotta go with the top bun. <laughs> No one's ever seen that before. <laughs> Revolutionary. <laughs> Got meat and then a bun on top. <laughs> then you can hold it and grab it. You approached it. You you, you I, go listen, right in. That was the chef's preparation. I went in exactly as expected. I don't think anything shocked me as much in Rashid history as Gus taking a bite of Gavin's steak. I, I'm blown away that either of you tried it, let alone how much you actually ate. They ate ha like half of that fucking thing. The single fry was nice. <laughs> like, I don't want to take away the flavor. Yeah. We'll see yeah. how I feel in about 45 minutes. Yeah. Well, oh, is that how quick it, it takes for you? I'm already, I don't know if it's oh, in my no! head or something. <laughs> are, you, are you sick? I, I feel a little weird. I don't know if it's in my head. We'll see. Okay. You know, are you psyching yourself out? Yeah, right. I might be just psyching myself out. I also out. want to point out that I only ate me and Meryl's steak. So if everyone gets sick except me, we clearly know. I but also, you never get culprit. I only ate Meryl's steak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> what did you sign up for? Oh. So, do we, are we ready to call it? That, made my, that was my first steak ever that had relish. That was good. <laughs> had a little bit of relish on it. Yeah. That's the revolution. Yes. That's the innovation. That was the original talk. Diced pickle and onion. You gotta nice. relish the moment. If, if you're tuning in an hour into the podcast and you think you've missed the results of the steak off, you actually haven't have yet. <laughs> We're well, almost we, here. We, we, we need to hour. give the results because we have to spend the last half hour or so talking about Game of Thrones. All right, Gus, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Um, I'll say both steaks, surprisingly excellent. I was expecting one to be way better than the other. Um, I'm not going to say which. 
<laughs> but uh, both uh, both were were interesting. I've never experienced anything like the McBlood before. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> compared side by side, I have to give this one to Team Barbara. That's fair. All right, well done. Yeah. A man of taste. A man of taste. I want to say that <clears throat> Team Barbara's steak was an excellent rendition of a classic preparation mm -hmm. of a ribeye steak. It was tremendous. Gavin's, I thought, was a very unique exploration of what I would call beginner's luck. <laughs> it was an exploration of how little preparation can sometimes pay off. Very did, risky. Did you see him applying those spices? Very risky. I saw him did like them shaking the them into the wind <laughs> and then seeing it was like the it was like the suggestion of seasoning food. Yeah. More well, so than actual seasoning. The stuff that landed on the steak came off my shirt. Great. First. So it's like you had the wind be your salt bay. Yeah, the wind was my bay. <laughs> but I do feel like Gavin's steak without the addition of the Big Mac and Chad's consulting and coming up with Top Bun. Top bun. Without Top Bun, I don't know that that steak itself would hold up. I feel like the tradition of the steak off is to honor the best steak, and I believe the best steak was Team Barbara. <laughs> we have our winner. Is this our 2019 winner? Bar Team what? Barbara. What? Team Meryl, Barbara. You gotta come out and take a bow. That, yes, that hell was yeah. a great steak. Meryl, Meryl delicious. W would you also have voted for Team Barbara, Jordan? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't taste like Big Mac. <laughs> hey, the the yeah. head chef of Back, Team Barbara, Back. everyone. Meryl Salcedo, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Compliments to the. What, the was, real uh, chef. what was the best part of, of the steak? So I know. To me, it was, first of all, I thought that the temperature of it was perfect. perfect. It was like the perfect amount of rareness. And then also, I, one thing I said during the. Uh, uh, like when we were eating it was a that the vegetable oil didn't change the flavor, which yeah. I totally would have expected. Uh, but then also the rosemary, or whatever it was that you put on there, it's like mm -hmm. the seasoning was the no, butter yeah, it, on that. It, it was cooked Oof. a little under where I normally uh, prefer my temperature, but it was still excellent. I think the rosemary uh, in the pan with the cast iron is absolutely the way to go. I also have to say it was uh, another thing that you can't really quantify is that it was up against a steak and a Big Mac jam together. <laughs> 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 Really yeah, I feel like I had an advantage. Yeah, so if you're making a steak at home, have a classic pairing with somebody who's just taking a bunch of shit in a bucket <laughs> and then serving that. I would legitimately be curious to see Bernie versus Mariel next next year. Oh, we well we we use a lot of the same techniques. Exactly. We do. That's we, why I'm interested to compare them. Do you want to do that next year at Bernie against Mariel? We should we should do that, but we should have the preparation in secret so that the judges Ooh. don't know whose is whose. Oh, a oh. blind oh. test. A blind taste test. Twenty like twenty twenty. Yeah. I want to be. That, well, that's what we, you guys yeah. did the first year. I think, I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like a blind taste <laughs> test. But since since you two have a similar background and preparation, I think that might be the way to do it. Yeah, because then it's it's you really have no idea whose is who. That's true. I'll do it. All right, 2020, uh, May. Eric, wh when, when is uh, next year's steak off? What date is Dude, that? Dude, uh, is it gonna rain? I don't know. <laughs> How windy is it? We have to let the audience know. Hey, I'm Spring just gonna say, like, since I, I'm gonna call dibs right now, I want Chad as a consultant. Chad, <laughs> don't give away your best ideas. I want you to store them up for the next year. Plate on the bottom, maybe like a toothpick <laughs> in the top, something. I don't know. I can't Sorry, even hear the genius. <laughs> Just you sit on your best ideas for next All year. Right. I got it. Got All you. right. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Congratulations you. to see Barbara. Noble tradition of the steak podcast. Utter waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, it's already an, over an hour in. Utter waste God, of time. What were, the other, what were the other three? We got pancakes, we got steak. What were we the got Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday. When, when is that? We never have done Sunday, Monday. Eric, when is Sunday, Monday? We did Sundays once. When's the first day of summer? 
Tomorrow. Uh, June 21st. Uh, June 21st. <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday. That's like a month away. Yeah, I how, know. How does Sunday, Monday work? We make Sundays on Monday. That's we it? should make Gavin yeah, make like raw chicken into something just to see what happens. Like he has to cook chicken for us one day. No. Like a chicken Wednesday I'll or something. It. Even though the podcast is on Monday. <laughs> we can do it whenever. So we were going to do the taco one too, right? Oh, yeah. Because we wanted pizza tacos. Taco Tuesday, Wednesday? Oh, no. We got pizza. Was there a pizza one? No. So that we wanted, we wanted steak, to make us pizza Sunday, we, yeah, we pancakes, wanted... and then wasn't that pizza one? I thought it was pizza. Yeah, one. the pizza sphere we, we never made. <gasps> pizza sphere would be great. That would be great. But we I need someone. That. We just probably need like someone doing dough to Did get we all that different talk sizes. Talk about doing you can, you can pizza sphere. Dough. You can buy we've, dough at home slices. We've done some experiments internally. Okay, that's what I I thought. We've we've, we've been secretly working on the it. The science division was the, was working the, without the, me. The R and D department has Where been. Where was a, I? The, the, they 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 don't need a bun on top of that. Was Chad there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I will let you know. I think I've cracked the code on I pizza sphere. I think he did. Have you really? You might yes. need a skewer or two. Just Eric, do yeah. me a favor. Yeah. Run it by Chad, first, okay? <laughs> Just like put it through well, his lab. That's my second half. Thank so, you. Yeah, okay. we got it. I remember when Eric did crack the code on the pizza sphere. We were out drinking, and he just like comes up to me and he goes, "I think I fucking did it." Like a, like a eureka. <laughs> yeah, like I think I did it. And he started explaining it to me. I don't want to ruin it for the audience, but it sounded like it's gonna work. It will. Can yeah. we do that next week? Oh no! We're running out of time. <laughs> One food at a time. In chat, Phantom SCV says uh, that they need a fish off with Chris and anybody else. Oh, oh God, no! Oh, yes. Would you? Would anyone on this set eat Chris's fish? No. Something I weird, would. Weird the way I said that, but yeah, I'd eat his fish. Really? Just a fish in a pan with? I mean, you ranch? can eat raw fish. Some kinds of fish. Well, if it's not like yeah. trout, <laughs> not eating that raw. But like, fish. We <laughs> we get them. Like, what would be a safe fish? Salmon, tuna. You, hey, I, like, I love mercury. Salmon's expensive. What story with salmon? What? Because salmon's river. It swims in the river. And they go upstream <laughs> and they, they fight with the beer. Bears. <laughs> so how come you can eat how can you, you can eat salmon raw? Are they are they fish if they not, live in the sea or they fish that live in the river? Salmon live in both. That seems like they gotta make a decision. They make a tra- they make a transition. They go from salt water to fresh water. Well, they actually they go fresh water, salt water, salt water. But how do they do that? Water. They slowly, Why can't we do that? They slowly do it. They acclimate. Oh, yeah. Well, then they the go course. back upstream. Okay. They, they, they like get into a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. They like, they like dip one fin in and then the other one. <laughs> it's weird, though. They live in the ocean and they're sea fish and then they come in the rivers and they can breathe salt water. What if breathing? you Fresh fed water. a fish a Big Mac first, then killed it? Now you're on to something. If, you can catch the fish with a Big Mac. <laughs> if we did have a food off, Gavin, of something that you're the most confident cooking, what would it be? Let's, I like this idea. Just a food off. Like, what is your specialty? We should have I like cook the, the easiest stuff. I don't cook a lot of meat. I just cook tons of pasta. I'm. I feel like I'm a really good breakfast chef. I make the best breakfast. Oh, I can you know, do a fry you, up. You know what might be yeah. good for this? We switch it up. Mm. Like you've got to make uh, Gavin a classic American dish. I got to make something Canadian. I'll you got to make a English. British thing. And yeah. Gus, I, just from lineage, we we'll have to make like a, a Mexican dish. I'm happy with that. Lineage, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, so we're doing each other's cultures. Each other's exactly. Our own. Okay, I have no culture. We'll, we'll, we'll do something from Ireland. We'll call it uh, <laughs> Appropriation Monday. <laughs> is that cool? Like is, that, is everyone okay with that? Around I like more? it. <laughs> call it potluck. <laughs> and you have to just make something from someone else's culture. Yeah, and hide uh, marijuana in one of them. So it's potluck. Uh, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Can we can we do like they do on the cooking show? Yule joke of some kind. <laughs> There's like a big fridge, and we have to run to the fridge all together and grab the ingredients. Do I listen? Maybe we should just replace this <laughs> podcast with a cooking show at this point. Honestly, I, I think it's really good. We can do like one of those shows where 
we all bring our fridges in, and you can you can only cook with what's in someone else's fridge, and you pick one at random. I love the it's just the easiness of oh, just bring your fridge. That's in. an Eric problem. Yeah, I got. We just say it, and then he has, yeah, he has to figure it out. I, think I saw three, a few gray hairs just pop up on his head. Oh uh, yeah, when definitely. You said that. Yeah, you know what Mariel's been doing that I want to do on the podcast. If you guys are into it, she's been deep frying everything. And we've been deep what? frying a lot of crazy stuff. I'm like say no to that. I I will say this. I don't want to spoil too much. We have deep fried an In and Out double double. I didn't think it could be better. It is. Yeah, Did you like batter it and yeah, then fry it? Yes. Your Cal- so, a genius. Your California show in Eric. By Dude, the way, absolutely. But My if you guys want to do that, stopped. let's set it up. There's so My much mad science that. going on at this con- company. Yeah, Trevor and Jeremy country? just uh, did a dehydrator, right? Yeah. They dehydrated Big Mac. Is that how you got the idea for the Big Mac? No. No. Remember, they just did a whole off topic with all the pre- the presidential Big Macs. Remember? True. Then, wasn't that the whole thing? Did you see the entire menu from McDonald's for off topic? Is that right? Got a lot. Right? Almost all of it, I think. Are these bag backs left over from off topic? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They've been sitting here since Friday. They went to hot dogs now, so it's fine. Why? Why just choose the Big Mac? Because that's your classic go-to for American fast food. Yeah. I mean, Good what choice. do Americans like? American shit. Was your plan all along to put it in the steak? Or yeah. You, okay. I was gonna originally. I was gonna try and hide the entire Big Mac in the steak, but it was hard, it was hard to sneak in. There. You think like a prime cut of beef is upset that it's being paired with a Big Mac? It's like, dude, I don't even know this guy. <laughs> what if it was the same cow? Oh God! Very unlikely. <laughs> yeah, very unlikely. Part of part of it prime, part of it Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. USA beef. <laughs> I like I don't. It's one of those things that I probably should know and I don't know. Like, where does McDonald's get their beef? Is it American beef? Do they? Is it? Because it seems like that would be a huge contract for some ranch. Must be an incredible amount of. Beef. I imagine it's some ranch. They, you, know, you have a very lofty uh, image of what that's probably like. I imagine it's multiple. Yeah, it's like hundreds, isn't it? Hundreds of yeah cow farms. McDonald's uh, at I their mean, website many... has a meet our suppliers. Oh, really? Maybe we should ask Chef Mike. Ask Chef Mike. One Chef of their Mike suppliers is Lopez Foods. Really? Chef, I'm Chef not Mike, kidding. A beef, it's their beef supplier. Do we have a chat up? So maybe if hey, Chef, Chef Mike's Mike's not in the chat. Oh, he's not, he, okay. he had to leave. He's not in chat right now. Oh. He was did, here did earlier. Did he see the Big Mac pot? He did. Yes. He he should. He should give proper credit. He works in the industry for Chad and Top Bun. He should get, he should push for Chad to get Top Bun credit. <laughs> Top Bun. There Somebody. was a, a Connor Hayes, uh, Sage underscore Ayana on Twitter, uh, posted a picture of Top Bun. Oh. It's a Photoshop of Chad. Turn it sideways because it'll be easier to see. Yeah, let me just adjust my phone. You have lock on? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Top Bun. <laughs> Pretty good. That's record speeds that they did that in. Um, should we start talking Game of Thrones? A, a little bit. We got some other stuff I can talk about too. Uh, I've had on here for a while. Last week we talked about, or maybe it was a week before, we were talking about the Snapchat filter that changes your yeah. gender, and yeah. we were talking about how that could be dangerous. Yes. Ever since then, on Reddit, I've seen like multiple posts that have done really well, where it's Tinder, and it's just some guy posting his pictures of himself as a girl, and then all these guys like like him, and he's like, "Oh, you fucking idiots" or whatever. It's just like. Th- they're not the problem. You're the problem, dude. Yeah. And this is exactly what I'm worried about. You give technology, really powerful technology, to fucking idiots, basically. <laughs> it's a bad recipe, man. Mm. It's a really bad recipe. On I just, the flip side, yeah? I have been seeing people do um, songs that involve both male and female vocalists. I saw where th- they basically turn their face away from the filter when they're doing what, like, if I'm... Those a, are brilliant. Yeah. So those that are Evanescen- hilarious. That Evanescence song? Yeah. That Wake Me Up Inside, I Wake think? Wake me up. <laughs> I can't just, I, don't, I don't understand. What's the purpose of doing that? Like, what is, oh. are people just really lonely and that's that why they get into catfishing and stuff like that? Are you asking why people troll? 
I guess maybe that's is that what it is? But no, catfishing's I think a different level. This these are trolls. The the things I've seen so far because they tell them when they match with them, they're like. Someone's like, that's clearly the Snapchat Snapchat girl filter. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, you're like the first guy in 70 guys who's figured it out. Har, har, har. It's like, you've been really talking to 70 dudes pretending to be a girl? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like what, what, that's what, fucking weird. Why, why are you spending who, your time doing that? Why are you doing that? As a woman who used to be on Tinder, who is an actual woman, not using a filter, um, I did not talk to 70 guys. I maybe got like five responses. <laughs> really? People just, they, they match with you and then they don't respond. They never, What do you like, think it is about you that they didn't like? <sighs> Well, they matched to begin with. Well, I don't know. Yeah, they matched with me, oh, but, then, went cold. but like, then they wouldn't respond. And so well, the fact been, that like our first reaction of like, oh, this girl matched with me. She's clearly our bot. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a fake account, Did right? people ever know who you were? Like they matched with you because they recognized you? If they did, they wouldn't tell me. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. If you're watching and we matched on Tinder a couple years ago, then sup. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing though on Tinder too for like if somebody did know you, their assumption would be that someone else is just using your photo. Oh, that's I, happened a lot. I would I would assume that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's weirdly flattering because a lot of the profiles that people make using my photos say I'm like 21 or 22. Mm. And I go, oh wow. <laughs> Thank <laughs> How you. How nice of you. Can I pass this to 21 or 22 year old? But the, the the deep fakes and the face replacement uh technology, which is essentially what that filter is. Yeah. Uh someone just did a thing with uh Bill Hader doing an imp- impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger on Conan O'Brien, and they replaced his face. It's a little little offset. If you're looking for it, you can tell, but it's scary how, how much it looks like some kind of weird like mix of mm-hmm. Bill Hader and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it makes the impression even more Better. realistic. And it's and, just, it's crazy. And, Somebody and just did he, this and, on their PC at home. And Bill Hader was so committed to it, he let some dude kick him in the back. <laughs> God. Do you, you want to talk about that? that guy? The, the fact that you can kick like a 71 year old dude in the back with the two feet at the same time a and he just full on drop kick. He moved like three inches. He did, didn't knock him down. Yeah. He didn't even know he'd been kicked according yeah. to what he was saying. But Schwarzenegger's really great about that. He's always been a super level headed guy. Like, do you remember just him. recently the Australian politician, the kid egged him? Yeah. And the, the, the politician turned around and just starts wailing on the kid, just starts punching away. I think he was like a 17 year old kid. Schwarzenegger, it's a long time ago, I guess when he was running for governor, um, he got egged in a crowd. Mm. And they interviewed him like right after he got egged. Like he took off his jacket and everything. He still has egg like on his ear and stuff. And uh, they asked him, they said, you know, you know, people, you know, don't like you. They're really, really going to extreme measures. And he's like, his response was, yeah, that guy owes me some bacon. Like it was just like <laughs> so funny. And then he went on right after that, makes a joke. And he makes a statement of like, what, this is a great thing. Imagine being in another country. You know, you come out here and you do something like that. Where would where would that guy be now? He'd be in a jail somewhere, I'm paraphrasing here. But like talking about it's like this is a great country. We have freedom of speech. And some people take it too far, but it's great that people feel like they can express themselves here. Faraj got, like, done with the got the milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> and he did not handle it well. He was but just yelling at his bodyguard. His, his security like, totally screwed up. He was like, the security failure. walks right by the guy with the milkshake. You see the guy standing there with the milkshake. Security walks right by him and he runs up and tosses That's the milkshake. That's a hard job though, dude. I mean, it's like... There, was, was, a, there was no one in the street. It's not like it was crowded. It's uh-huh. not like there were throngs of people in the street. There were maybe three people in front of that security guard. <laughs> and one of them had a milkshake. <laughs> you gotta be impressed with the spread. Like, it was all over him. Like, even around the back. It's like, you, you got some good, good coverage with one milkshake. Yeah, and your emotions, your reaction to that would definitely be depending on how good the hit was. Like, I think <laughs> yeah, he caught stuff. it off the shoulder. If he caught it square between the eyes, he might have had a different reaction. <laughs> then, uh, the security guard who misses, the who didn't see, who walked right by the guy with the milkshake, he turns around after Farage is covered in milkshake, and you see him, like, look like, oh. 
Like <laughs> he just kind of has like a moment where he's like, "Oh, that was that was my bad. I missed the guy." <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was bad. Didn't they in Inver they had to stop selling milkshakes for a little while? They, they? they asked. I think I think they asked all McDonald's in the area to stop selling milkshakes because of that. No, it, before that, because they thought that it was going to happen. Oh. It happened anyway. So Wookie in the chat is saying that throwing an egg is not freedom of speech. It's just a lame form of assault. I, I mean, I agree with that. I'm not defending the guy for throwing the egg. What I'm saying is that it's impressive that a politician keeps her cool. What like, if you yell egg? He, Schwarzenegger would totally be well within the normal reaction expectation if he just turned around and, like, choked the kid. But he didn't. You know what I mean? He keeps a level head. And it's like it's I think it I think it speaks volumes of a of a dude like Schwarzenegger that he can do that. His security guard, though, who's like twice the size of him now, uh, he was facing the wrong way because Schwarzenegger was like facing a crowd of fans, I guess, or students yeah. and doing autographs and photos and everything. He was doing Snapchat. Was that what he's doing? Yeah, he was doing like a Snapchat. And the security guard is, I think, very naturally facing in the direction where most of the people are, like watching that crowd when the kid runs up behind him and kicks him. But man, the moment he does that, that big ass security guard just like goes down on him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I heard a rumor the kid broke his leg kicking Schwarzenegger too. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I so, don't know. A rumor about that. Um, I will say though, I want to say one thing. Yep. One more thing. Uh, this is something that came up just recently on the Austin subreddit. Uh, is some guy took a picture of a dude on a lime scooter and he had two kids on the lime scooter in yeah, front of him. I've seen that before. And they were like riding along oh, together. I saw that. They were like riding along together. He goes, Look at this bad parenting. Um, I don't want to link to show you it because it's like he's taking a picture. I always got to give the Austin subreddit a lot of credit. The whole comments were, Dude, why the fuck do you care? Why are you, why are you taking a photo of a guy with his kids? They're, they're fine. You know, I did shit like that with my dad when I was a kid. They're on the sidewalk. Yeah. The guy shouldn't be doing that with his he kids. The guy's shouldn't. obviously in the wrong. But yeah, the guy, there's no reason to take a photo and post it to the Austin subreddit. But I just, there's like, no way that guy should be doing that. I'm, that looks incredibly dangerous. Does it? You don't know how fast he's going. Those things go up to 15 miles an hour. They go up to 15 miles an hour, but you can sprint with your kid <laughs> in your arms too. Just to see a photo of a guy carrying a kid, you can't. Would you carry both of those kids at that same size and sprint with them at the same time? No, I wouldn't. But right. I, what I'm saying is, you don't know how fast he's going from a still photo. True. You, you know it goes up to 15 miles now. To be fair, though, it's very hard to not go because there's, there's not a lot of control. Yeah, you, you're kind of like going small. a little bit or you go in full speed on those things. Or you could coast, too. Those <laughs> things are very dangerous. I also see people pushing them with their feet. What I'm saying, though, is like, who you? Why, why is some guy like in his car taking a photo of him? Like, why is it his job yeah, it's like to police this? Public shaming aspect. But the guy like, shouldn't be doing that. But that's the whole thing is the public shaming thing. It seems like that's now like becoming the default because of social media. It's like, what happened to just mind your own business, you know? Well, you could do that on your own land. Or say something to the guy. Now we don't even, like, when people don't mind their own business, they're not even saying something. They're just taking a photo and putting it up for everyone else to see so they can all anonymously, like, go after this person. And I, want to I publicly shame them. From both sides. Like, if you don't have the balls to say something to the person in person. I think, yeah, the... the people the don't closest, like confrontation. The, yeah, but they'll post it on social media. The closest, yeah, but that's not confrontation. Cowardly. Right. They want the they want the drama and the anxiety. They want people to confirm their original outrage to it. Right. Yeah. Without having to actually confront the it's person. It's fucking lame. The closest like, parallel I can draw with you is when you saw the guy with all the kids who jumped out of the SUV. You I thought that was awesome. Right. You walked up and talked to him. I did. I was like, your fucking daughter's badass. She bailed out like it was a sinking ship. I, th I think that, uh... She's like a F-14 pilot in an air show. Like, they clipped the ground, and then she just hits eject. <laughs> she was awesome. Oof. And that was less dangerous? I'm not saying it was less dangerous. Oh. I just thought it was cool. I, did, I certainly didn't take a picture and go, he's a terrible dad. <laughs> right. You know, or anything like that. It's like, mind your own business in that case. Uh, here, I want to read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by Stamps.com. 
Uh, back in the day, sending RVB DVDs through the mail was a big job. We still talk about it to this day. One of the toughest parts of making and selling products online is the shipping. Uh, no one really has the time to go to the post office. You're busy. Uh, who's got time for all that traffic, parking, uh, lugging your mail and packages, filling up <laughs> all the, the, the boxes? It's a nightmare. It's a real hassle. Uh, that's why you need Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all of the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. Stamps.com is the faster, more convenient way to get postage. You can use your computer to print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send, and the mail carrier picks it up. No more looking at it to the post office. It's the best. No equipment to lease, no long-term commitments. It's a must-have for any small business. Uh, I use Stamps.com because I love how easy it is. I don't have to take time out of my day to plan for a trip to the post office. I just get official postage right from my own computer. I love my computer. Uh, with Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. You can see for yourself why over 700,000 small businesses use Stamps.com. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Rooster. That's Stamps.com. Enter code Rooster. Uh, check it out. And uh, thank you, Stamps.com, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast. <laughs> so is it time to talk about Game of Thrones? I think it's, it's we got 10 minutes left. Oof. We got time to talk about Game of Thrones. So if you haven't seen the final episode of Game of Thrones, we are going to talk about spoilers. They're starting right now. You're not going to miss anything. Series. We're just going to end the podcast as soon as we're done. Trust me, you won't spoilers. miss anything. <laughs> You'll be fine. It's your last warning. We're starting now. So if you haven't seen it, leave. Spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't seen it. <laughs> it was fine. It, was, it, it was, was fine. It was fine. There was some stuff that I thought was Pretty particularly flat. ridiculous. They brought the dog back flat. and Jon Snow touched the do dog. You think, do you think they shot that later? They can't. They couldn't have shot that. That was so quick. Well, it's CGs, so they could have footage of but Yeah, they could have just a little green screened him and grabbed the dog. I, and I thought there was one scene earlier where Jon Snow was walking up the steps to go to Daenerys where you could see the green on him. Oh, really? Yeah, you can like see the green really on Daenerys bad. when the dragon was behind her. Oh, Dude, really? that fucking shot. Yikes. That was a great shot. Oh, it was you, nice with the wings yeah. coming out? It was, the, the problem is people have turned that into a gif and posted it a bunch, and people who don't watch it go, that's a little heavy-handed. It's like, it uh, definitely is when you like watch it looped again yeah. and again, and it's a really cool shot. It's also not like the focus of that scene. It's just she's walking up, and it's a really cool shot. It's not like mm -hmm. they stuck on it forever. It was it was really quick, but a fuck, I'm talking when the wings come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. cool. Did you see that apparently there was a water bottle? Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> over all that I know. Stuff. I yeah. just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The second I saw it, I was like, come they, on, Are they going to cut them from the, from the home video release? They already cut yeah, the, the cut coffee cup HBO. out of the coffee VOD. Coffee Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was gone two days later. That was funny. I'm surprised it took them that long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you got, to re-export one of those, it must cost money. Like, they delivered those a long time ago, I assume. Yeah. yeah it's not just re-export, someone has to go in and... Cover it up, roto it yeah, out. Yeah. No, but he's right. But they just like re to go back to redistributing it. Yeah. Yeah, to go back the to the delivered project is like money to yeah. do that. Oh, it's yeah. a big deal. Unless they just took their exported video, did it on that, and re-exported from that. Which I think it will come out that much like the coffee cup, they shot that Jon Snow and go scene after the fact. I, I, just because of all the know. complaints of how he didn't pet his dog. Specifically the shot where he goes in to pet it. So they would yeah. have had like, what, three weeks? No, it would have been, yeah, three, yeah. I don't think they could have done that. I don't know. Plus, they would have when to get they, it back. Who knows if he shaved or... They got when the coffee cup done in two days. Yeah, but they, they're not reliant on an actor. <laughs> they didn't reshoot the yeah. scene. You don't right. know they don't have footage of John stuff from other stuff. Too. I think if you go back and look at those shots, not that it matters, who cares, but if you go back and look at it, a lot of the shots of uh, Ghost and his approach were very similar to the last shot of Ghost that we saw, where he's standing from afar and he's at the same angle and everything mm. like that. Seemed, like a, seemed to Go me like reused footage, but I haven't compared it. 
Was Ghost missing? And I'm never going to. Was Ghost missing that ear the last time we saw him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He get lost it in the, uh, the battle. The battle. Yeah, the Winterfell battle. Battle of Winterfell. He's mono now. <laughs> I thought the bit where, so that when when Brienne was filling in the book, and she shut the book. Best memes of the episode, by the way. I thought, and I looked over to Tony when I when when that happened. I was like, God, how lame would it have been if the the front of the book said a song of ice and fire? Right. Two minutes later, they slammed that on the table, a song of ice fire. That to me. <laughs> was the lamest of any episode, the lamest part of any episode it's of Game of It's an homage to Tolkien, is it not? No, I don't know. If it's, I wouldn't call that an homage. I don't it know was if I would. so heavy Or not an homage, but like... I know what you're saying. Because he's, he's a huge fan of Tolkien. What, d- d- yeah. what, isn't, what's the name of the book in that? Isn't it There and Back Again, though? Yep. Like, he names it something different. It's not called The Hobbit. No, but what is it called? Yeah, it's There and Back is Again. There, there, back I think again? it's There and Back Again. What did you call it? The, 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 and the Lord of the Rings by Bilbo. By, by uh, Frodo. Frodo mm. does write the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Bilbo writes there and back again, and I believe that Frodo writes the Lord of the Rings. When, when guys, anybody? When, when, when would he have had time to write that? Was that when they return to the Shire before he leaves? Yeah, like but, after they get rid of right. Saruman and Grim Grim Wormtongue? <clears throat> Fucking spoiler. Yeah, it's before he goes on the boat, and okay. uh, the Elf Queen looks at him kind of weird. But she's all like, yeah. Do you think when, <laughs> when Tyrion said, ask me again in 10 years, that in 10 years they'll make it again? I, I think if they can make more of these episodes in 10 years, they'll be lucky. Like, I'm curious to see what will happen with the subscription rates on HBO tomorrow. Oh, true. But I, I do think this finale will be the highest rated one. The, the second to last episode that everyone complained about was the highest rated episode of the entire series. Yeah. True. In terms of viewership. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it's not translating to people not watching the show. Oh, all, no. All the furfur about it. It's just like everyone, everyone's built it up so much in their head, it's very hard for anything to happen. It, yeah, but it has it, to end. It did feel so flat. Like, all the, the the last four episodes have just felt really bizarre. I liked the second to last one, the one where Daenerys, the yeah, Daenerys went nuts. That had a really great shot. Probably the best shot of the whole series in it when uh, the Hound is on the staircase, and he's walking up towards uh, the mountain, mm-hmm. and the, the whole back of the tower is torn off, and the mm-hmm. dragon flies overhead. That looks like concept art. My, it's my, amazing my, to The me. cinematography this season has been... On point. And the music, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was episode one was the Winterfell fight. Three. When the two dragons three, were like up yeah. in the sky and it was all like clouds below them. I, th- I thought that was my favorite. I think, yeah. I think I definitely felt like it's the same composer. So I definitely felt like they took inspiration from the musical cues in Westworld this season in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like okay. there was a lot more I did see that too. Uh, recurring themes playing through. And, and I'm not saying that they like the music's new. Like they definitely have had plenty of music before, but I felt like they were definitely longer takes with more just music driving the the sense of what yeah, was without, happening. Yeah, without like not a lot of dialogue, just right. music rather. I could a lot have... of very dramatic shots, like people walking and mm-hmm. dramatic music and stuff. I felt like that they did that more this season than ever before. But maybe that's just me noticing it more. Yeah, because people were like so into the uh, characters. You know, yeah. everyone kind of had their favorite characters going in. Would you expect people to be upset? We gosh. said that we actually a couple weeks ago on the podcast said. What do you think has the potential to be more disappointing, Avengers or Game of Thrones at the end? I and think our audience was very clear that they were way more stoked about Avengers than Game of Thrones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I had mentioned that I thought Game of Thrones had a potential to be more disappointing just mm-hmm. because there's so many different theories yep. and characters that could be involved in everything. Yeah, like I'll, so many things that I thought were, would happen didn't at all, not even close. Also, how do you keep everyone happy with all those characters? Impossible. Like, right. I was surprised actually that John killed Daenerys. I was not expecting so it. I, I read, it was very sudden. I read yeah. um, some thoughts about that. Someone said that if Jon Snow, like it depends how much you bu- you buy into the Lord of Light bullshit stuff. Mm-hmm. And like if Lord of if the Lord of Light brought him back for the battle at Winterfell, 
you know, was the Lord of Light done with him at that point? Or was he kept alive by the Lord of Light to kill Daenerys? Because the first oh. incarnation of Azor Ahai, Azor Ahai, that's his name, uh, has to temper his sword by stabbing his wife through the heart with it. So it's like if he's really the reincarnation of Azor Ahai, he has to murder the one he, lo- the woman he loves, by taking a sword and putting it through her heart oh. as well. Someone had put two photos side by side of him with Egret uh, mm-hmm. and him with Daenerys, and he's in both photos he's holding the woman in his arms as she's dying, and it said that quote that he says during the show, like uh, "Duty is the murderer of love." What love, was it? Love is the death of duty. Love is the death of duty. And duty is the death and, of love. Yeah, that's what Tyrion says. Okay. He re- flips it on him. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That could have done without two scenes in particular. The one scene where they elect Bran to be king. Yeah, that was... Which just was like... Weird. It didn't really make any sense. Like, Grey Worm's standing right there. Tyrion's his prisoner. And then... I mean, if you're Grey Worm, it's like, we conquered your city. We killed your leader. We're going to determine who's king. That's the way these things work. But the Unsullied don't normally work like that. Because they are mercenaries, essentially? Right. Yeah, like, I guess they've elected Grey Worm to lead them, and then they determined like what is going to be the penalty but, for everything. Like they, there was some compromise made for Jon Snow, but just that whole thing of like we're going to elect a king and he'll decide what to do. And yeah, just, was like, was, okay, go the, for it. The thing I didn't get was so there's like they come up with this compromise to gen- send Jon Snow to the Wall. They're like, and you know they're saying like, oh, we got to do this. The Unsullied would have been really happy. We'd had a war in our hands. They send Jon Snow north, and then the Unsullied just all get on a boat and leave. Yeah, they, it's he, like they could have just called Jon Snow back. Yeah. And like, all right, they're gone. He could just wait at the dock, watch them leave, and be like. All right, Winterfell. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's actually Brand orchestrated what John wanted. I think that's yeah. what, what John would have would have wanted to do. He left to go with the wildlings, right? In the end, yeah. that ending scene, I had a hard time getting what was happening. I assumed he was going to become king in the north, or a king beyond the war, right? Of the no. free world, or whatever. He was like the new but, man's raider. Well, it did seem like he was the lord and commander of the Night Watch again. Like he was still wearing black. As, as soon as he went like back in, he was the head of the Night's Watch. Like, he went out on that balcony yeah. and addressed them all. Also, why do they need a Night's Watch anymore? Sorry. I know. Like, the, the, he said the same thing. The undead are gone. The wildlings are, like, integrated and friends. The wall's fucking broken at East Watch. Mm-hmm. Now, if you pour, like, a saucepan of water on it each night, you'll get it. You'll build it back up in no <laughs> but time. But there's also supposed to be magic intertwined in that yeah. wall what that was been, broken. To do shit against what would have been your reaction if the final shot of the show after John leaves with the wildlings is, like... A White Walker's foot comes into frame. No. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. After I the whole... like, I don't I, know if that's going to fucking happen. I heard some people, like, texting me last night. They're like, oh, I was really hoping that Daenerys would come back and be, like, the Ice Queen. I'm like, no, no. People are still grasping. I respect you less for having texted me that. Yeah, yeah, they're still grasping for stuff. I thought the throne melting was cool. I did, too. I, I did, too. it looked really good. Yeah. It's interesting It's almost like the... they actually melted... Metal or rock and poured it on the floor. It's interesting that the the dragon decided to burn that and I guess it's kind of like a Message of this throne caused all of this death and destruction dragon broke the wheel There's two analysis of that that I've read one is that Drogon saw her dead saw John But then made the decision that it wasn't John that killed her. It was her You know quest to get this chair and this is the Game of Thrones is what killed her So it blasted the throne the other theory is that the dragon landed Saw that she had been stabbed and goes, "That's a pointy thing." There's that pointy thing killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Where did this pointy thing come from? Maybe all the pile of pointy things over there. Two philosophies there. Yeah, on on Drogon. I'm going to go with the pointy theory. (laughs) Did you say that dragons are super smart though? No, I I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it was the point of like the dragon. Also, the dragon is like honestly, it's the dominant thing in that whole show. It's like the fucking make the dragon king for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, it's like everyone else just obviously pales in comparison to that. I'm thing. surprised that the brand thing never paid off in a bigger way. He could have <sighs> controlled the dragon at any yeah, point. And, and they never shit. explained what he was doing at Winterfell. He was warged out the whole what, time. What do you mean in Winterfell? They never explained what he was doing anywhere Period. ever. Ever. He just became this also, like Also, why why would he become king at King's Landing when all of his power derives from weirwoods which are no longer existent in the south? There can, are only weirwoods in the north. What's that? You can import those. You cannot <laughs> import those. They were all set up by the children of the forest who are long dead. So he has no power. He can't be the three-eyed raven in the south. He shouldn't be able to be the three-eyed raven in the south. I'm sure he can. It's yeah, because like, he what would he, he touch? Was, what would he like hold on to? He said he was going to go find Drogon. Like so that. It, Why didn't you just it, do it there? Why did it have to be wheeled off? Because like, he can't like, do it. He has to go find a heart tree. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go and do the eye thing with it. I don't know, what man. Is, is there anybody who heard that when they made Brain King? Anybody who went? Thank God. <laughs> is, is there anybody who was well, who holding out though? What? Who, who would you want from that group? Who would you have chose? Jon Snow. I mean, probably at that point, or nobody. Like, even the thing they did, like, this weird, stupid meta fake-out with Sam, where he's like, well, what if, uh, we instead of we decide, we let the people who are going to be ruled by this person decide? And I was like, ah, fuck you. I was like, okay, so you guys are as bad or worse than anyone else <laughs> but, who sat in these chairs before. I think that's the point. Like, the wheel was not broken. The wheel has it's still a continued, game and, right. It's yeah. still just going to continue. I think that the episode... I think things returned to a sense of normalcy too quickly, in my opinion. Oh, I, I got a great example of that. Uh, but yeah, I think it was just every, everything's just happening all over again. Like, what is the fucking conversation? It was two things that I think the whole episode could have done without. One, the council where they elected a king. Fucking weird. And then the other one was when they had the small council. Tyrion's hands oh, council. Yeah. When they all came in, they all sat down. I like all of those characters individually. It made that that whole thing made no fucking sense. Even yep. the point where Bran comes in, he goes, "You don't have a master of whispers." It's like motherfucker, you can see everything. What are we gonna do? We're <laughs> gonna put... all the way back in time, right? Also, why didn't you master of whispers? People in the past. Would have been great if Hodor I... lived. He could have been the master of whispers. <laughs> and why is oh Bronn still there? <laughs> okay, where, where this did, is what I'm saying. Did he come from? This is the, he. Well, he has Highgarden now. Right. Because remember that weird scene where he came in with the crossbow yeah. and threatened Jamie? That was the worst. Uh, that was the worst flip. Shoehorned. Like, way to make the like the fan loved character a prick. But then he right went back. The he went back to the old Ron like in the scene. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, it's like he, he if he had taken High Garden, fine. But why would he want to be master of coin? It doesn't make sense. Here's what doesn't make any sense to me about that, which just goes they just like they were so anxious to go back to the way things were. They have that whole discussion with Braun as master of coin. Saying, is our debts to you paid? He goes, I would say yes, they are. And then Tyr said, great, because we have more debts. We're going to need money from you in order to pay the thing. It's like they were just going back to the old relationship of whoever owns Highgarden has a bunch of money. Braun has no fucking money. He has nothing. Right. And the Tyrells had money. Yeah, but they and the Lannisters that. all took they took it all last season. But they got the money because and they gave of the, the land. They, they, went, they, got, they gave it to the Iron Bank. They was all gone. So right. there's literally but, no money in Highgarden. But they got their money from the land and how rich the land was. But what are they going to do? So Bron just oversees all the peasants who are toiling away and taking all their money. So he suddenly has uh, these huge coffers built up that he can fund the rest of the kingdom instantaneously? I think Master of Coin had changed. I think it's supposed to be the kingdom's coffers, not the position's coffers. I'm, all I'm saying is that, yeah, I'm saying the Highgarden was the seat of all that all along, but then they just basically pillaged all of Highgarden last season. And then the dragons came and burned all those fucking wagons. Yeah. Took all the food, took all the gold. Maybe he found all the melted gold. 
Maybe they, well, I don't think the, the gold got burned because I think they paid the Iron Bank. Oh, right. Because then they could hire the Sun Company because they'd paid the Iron Bank back. I made a tweet after I ended up because I was Golden like, Company. What did I say? Sun Company? Yeah, yeah Gold Company. I, I just, I was just thankful for the show having existed. Like it brought a lot of people together to talk about the show and watch the show together. I agree with stuff. that. Overall, it was a great show. Fantastic. Overall, great show. Yes. A lot of people thought that was praise of the final season, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm as iffy on it as everyone else who's been watching it the whole time. I thought it was fine. Uh, we you I said the final episode was better than the previous one. Mm -hmm. Gus, you said in the discussion a few weeks ago, you said ending TV shows is hard. Yeah, and it is, especially really popular, long running series. The, they're difficult to end. The, the one I think about a lot, the the finale I think about a lot when I think about a TV show ending is The Sopranos. When the final episode aired, I thought it was great. I loved you it. Uh, yeah, we talked about this extensively at the time. Uh, I think the collective reaction was that it was terrible yes. and awful, and everyone hated it. Yes, but now here we are, what ten years on. And people look back on it and say, that was a great ending. Yep. It's like you don't have perspective in the moment. Sometimes you need to step away from it for a bit to digest it all and think about how it really came together. And do you remember what it was, too, that people were really upset about at the end of Sopranos? It, it was they wanted Tony to either get killed, put in jail, or get away definitively. Right. And it's like, it doesn't, you can't do doesn't that. work that yeah. way. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. So it was, it was about people's expectations for the character that they were really upset about. And I think that's the thing on Game of Thrones too. Yeah, people had expectations for all these characters. Right, yep. and you can't really have expectations for character. I think you can for plot. I think I was guilty of that in the last episode. I was I was kind of frustrated with Cersei, and I talked about it last week on the podcast, but just her death was very unsatisfactory to me. I and then like I realized, looking back, is like I had these expectations of these characters and how they were going to end up. And it's just unrealistic. I also mm -hmm. feel like it was cool to see that bodies in the rubble. Well, that was I a little too. bit of extra sort of like, eh, that's kind of cool actually, because you see him dead. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to what we talked about last week, where it's like, there's no fake out. It's definitive. Yeah. They're definitely dead. There are the bodies. Yeah. I loved all the perfectly sized and placed bricks in yeah. that scene. I was like, okay. It's like you see the hand, and Tyrion knows exactly where the head is in yeah. relation to that. Well, the bricks yeah. wouldn't change shape, right? Okay, I, th I thought the same thing. It's I like, thought there would be like bigger piece of rubble mixed in there. Maybe, like maybe some bricks stuck together. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Did Bran get to get final sign off on Brand his name? Nothing. <laughs> Bran the Broken. Uh, they kept saying it, and he just didn't react to it. It's like it's kind of a shitty name. It's absolutely <laughs> shitty name. I love the meme what? being like, oh, guys, what a uh, how about Bran the uh, <laughs> how about Bran? no dick work? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, like the, I mean, uh, the, the, the think about the other brands that are great in like the the story, right? It's like Bran the Builder. Uh, I can't think of any others, but I think of that, right? It's like, it's Raising like, it, it conveys like all these like grand ideas about things that, that they have, that they have done and they've was, accomplished. Was Ned's dad Bran? Brandon? Uh, Ned's dad, his brother was Brandon. God, that character drives me fucking insane. Bran. He did nothing the entire, series. <laughs> it's like, he's like your friend who goes to Burning Man and then comes back and tells you how enlightened they are. And it's like, well, if you have so much fucking wisdom, why don't you just tell me, like, what did you learn in Burning <laughs> well, Man? Like, no, you just have to go. You don't like, know. cool, you want to be king? <laughs> well, he had that really cocky response where they were like, would you be king? And he's like, why do you think I traveled all this way? Like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Because <laughs> 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 last episode, they go like, well, you're the Lord of Winterfell. Now he goes, I, and he goes, no, I'm not. And they said, you don't want it. He goes, I don't really want anymore. And then like an episode later, it's like, you want to be king? Oh, why the fuck do you think I'm here? Especially when his sunglasses come down, thug life. Yeah. It was cool to see, uh, what's the kid from the Vale? Uh, oh, uh, Robin up. Aaron? What's that? Robin Aaron? Robin Aaron, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of comments saying he, like, glowed up. He's still weird looking to me, though. Well, he was, he was a, a character that was, the, like, Joffrey. Oh, he yeah. He was meant to be grating and on your nerves the entire time, and th that kid nailed it, dude. Sure did. Plus, he probably went from, like, 10 to 17 or something. Yeah. 
I guess so. When was the last season we saw him? Oh, we saw him. We saw him briefly in four, I think. Was he sucking on a fake tit? He must have, right? You can't uh, just suck it on the tip. I mean, Probably. you could suck on it, but whether you get anything out of there. But I'm saying from thing. no, I'm not <laughs> saying, saying from like a labor I'm standpoint. Saying, like, I'm not wondering whether the actor was drinking in the take. <laughs> I mean, like, like it's like if you showed up to set, Barbara, and we're like, okay, we're filming a scene today. We're gonna have this ten year old child actor uh, suckle at your breast. You would ask for yeah, a yeah, okay, that's that, that, yeah. <laughs> I you mean, would, you wouldn't be like, well, like, I got nothing going on. Hold on. Like, no, I got no milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was visible. Like it was it was yeah. visible. He was clamped on. Damn. Yeah. He had latched. It must it must have been a fake one. There's gotta be child labor laws that prevent foreign or, or t- just sucking. like pedophilia. <laughs> right. It's like I'm not a pedophile. We're filming a movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. It's not it's not pedophilia, it's Hollywood. Um, the uh God. <laughs> the uh I will say for the characters though, Jon Snow, I never really identified with the guy. I thought he was like always like one of these reluctant heroes. I don't want it. Yeah, the entire time and he stayed that way the entire time pretty much even after he learned like he had this big lineage. To me, it was like exactly what I expected. Daenerys was surprising, but I thought totally in character. Uh, My favorite character was Jaime Lannister and he, he did not at all get the ending that I wanted to get. But then I just realized he was just a toxic person or in in a like in a toxic state of mind. Mm-hmm. You didn't realize that when he raped his sister with Cersei. One did what? What? No, I'm saying I know I realized that, but I thought I, I was one of those people. Was like, oh, he's got a redemption. Yeah, and you thought he had overcome it? No, and he didn't. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like I was disappointed that he didn't, but it's still his character. I think the most consistent character through the whole show was Varys. I think so too. Mm. For the good of the realm, all the time. Littlefinger was his... consistent, but in a not a great way. He, yeah. I mean, his character was just had to flop all over the place, and it was hard to tell yeah. what he was ever up to. But Varys was always just like, "I want the best for the realm." Who had the biggest arc? Biggest arc, probably the Bell Tower. I think Arya would be Arya arguable, but maybe I think uh, it's Sansa. Sansa, 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 yeah, yeah. Sansa, Sansa, Sansa for sure. I also like Bran. Uh, Bran, sure? yeah. How is she different though? I, I did like she was King's Guard. That was cool. Yeah. Did they say that, or did they just no? Like, they just implied yeah. it with her yeah. writing in that um, a, book. Did they ever? Oh, they did show. They did previously show the book. I was wondering if we'd ever seen it before. But yeah, we we'd seen it before. Yeah, when Jamie looked at it, I think he may have even talked to Brienne about it. Maybe like how he would be remembered in that book in particular, because mm-hmm. that's like the, and it was like weird because they that was the only character I feel like they went back to and gave closure to after the fact. What is going to happen with the Unsullied? They're all going to sail off and die to Noth. They're all going to die without kids, and that's it. Well, what? Huh. Right. Huh. What, what happened to the Dothraki? I think I think the the Unsullied just kind of took him along for the ride. Because like we saw a couple of them on the docks when the Unsullied were getting on a boat, but it's never like, all right, Dothraki, get on. Or I don't know if I'd worry about the Dothraki. Apparently, you can like kill them down to like two or three, and then they multiply like <laughs> rabbits and turn back into 180 people. Yeah, I thought after what the Battle of Winterfell, there? they were gone. It was like, oh, the Dothraki are just gone. That is, that's what I felt. A I'm, lot of people are saying Theon for biggest arc or best arc. Yeah, Theon had a really good he had arc. A redemption he went through a lot sure. of the yeah. same stuff Sansa did too. Coolest yeah. death, probably not visually, but to be killed by the Night King is is cool. Uh, yeah, I guess it was kind of like uh, best best death was uh, Viserys though, the Golden Crown. Oh uh, no, I would say uh, Pedro Pascal. What's his oh, name? Oh, that's a good one. Oberon Martel. Yeah, that Oberon was an amazing one. Yeah, uh, one of the few Americans in the show. Is it true? I mean, you got. Uh, Aquaman, you got Tyrion, and you got him. Yeah. Pedro, Pas- Pedro Pascal? He's he's American, isn't he? I thought he was Spanish. I see. I, I would I have assumed is. that he was Spanish. As oh, well. I Did he was you American. see that he's, video? He's Chilean. Chilean. But is he was he born there? 
Born in Santiago, Chile. Oh shit! Did you see that video on social media of the guy who plays Jamie Lannister answering some question on Twitter? Morgan Hickengard talking, yeah, <laughs> talking about being wanting to be an ant eater. No, Did you guys see that? No. Okay, someone needs to look this up. It's the most awkward, weird video, and I don't understand why his response was the way it was. Can't really explain it until you see it. Well, but, he's Danish. Yes. Right. Who Which else is I Danish? did not realize. Dormant? Maybe. Who? So you think it was a translation thing? Maybe. No. It, it was. Matthew he Mickelson. basically was answering a question on Twitter about being some type of warg, and his answer was that he would want to be an ant eater. But the way it's, I can't. I can't explain it until you see we'll it. Okay. We'll video. wait and see it. Maybe <laughs> we can so play it during the post. I'm sorry. I'm doing a really bad job of explaining. Matt Mickelson and Viggo Mortensen are both. Uh, but somebody else in the show, well. I thought was. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you just listen. I hate. I, I hate. <laughs> well, I may want to bring this up. How is Thormund? Oh, the, how, how come you're, so you're many? Tolman Giants. Euron. Euron. That's it. Euron is is Danish as well. So Jamie and Euron are both Danish. I thought Tolman was like Icelandic or something. No, but Tormund, I don't understand the character. The character Tormund, the fictional character in the show. Yeah. He seems to be for most of the women I know, like one of their favorite characters. But he seems to me like a guy they would hate to know in real life. Like they really liked his relationship with Brent. He's basically a fucking stalker, right? <laughs> he will not leave her. He won't leave her alone. Every time she's in the room, he's hitting on her constantly. Oh, well, I he's think about on the wall. I mean, you might think he's he was like he's verging on being a savage. Well, that's what like everybody said. That, that's what I see. I see like people on Twitter going, "Oh, he's so great. He like he lets his intentions be known." I'm like, "Yeah, well, good luck with your fucking stalker enabling, asshole." But then when she <laughs> when she said she was, or when he noticed he wasn't interested or that she was interested in Jamie, he kind of backed yeah, off. He and cried. Like, that's like eight months. <laughs> yeah. When she ends up with somebody else, he also threatened to kill Jamie passively when he told the story about like killing a giant in front of Jamie. Uh, he also really likes him. goat's milk flowing through his beard, which is really <laughs> hard to watch. He 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 went all in. He was a great character, dude. Eric, I just sent you the link to the video. I was, I was genuinely I, happy to I, see him. I was going to say I was happy to see him at Castle. Black. I really was. Yeah, I thought yeah. We were, I thought we had not. We we're not going to see him again. Uh, I, by the way, I predicted last week that Arya would not be in this episode. That we had seen Norwegian her finale, right? You know that we seen her final thing riding off on that horse. Yeah. I was wrong, and I wish I was right because I don't know what the fuck Arya Stark did in that last episode. I, I, I was worried for a second because when she was in the crowd of Unsullied and she was watching John up on the <laughs> dais with Daenerys, it made me think of when she watched Ned Stark get beheaded. Yes, uh, where she's in the crowd and she sees. Someone she cares about in the distance, and if something were to happen, she could not get there in time to save them. I agree with that. Like when she watched Ned Stark get beheaded, she wanted to try to run, but you know the guy from the Night's Watch kind of stopped her and held her back. And by the way, of all the stuff in the, we even talked about this with like the Night King problem with Arya, you know, coming literally coming out of nowhere on him. There was a moment in this episode where John and Daenerys were talking. Daenerys walks away, and then Arya is like right, right there. Yeah, that was well done. That I was like, wow, she just like crept up and like was right there all of a sudden. We saw the distance she traveled. I almost wish that was the first time she appeared in the episode where she just like, boom, and all of a sudden she's there. I saw that bit in the office where Dwight sees Angela behind him. You know, she, no, I don't know the one. Makes him jump. No. And what yeah. happened to her horse anyway? No, that was gone immediately, wasn't it? It was like she rode off in it on it and then she was still in the city, not on it. She's wa wandering the city. Yeah, that was a weird thing. Oh, Everyone the... wanted. Can we see it? Can Is we hear it? Thing? If I. If I was a wark, what animal would would I turn into? You can definitely hear his accent more when he's not it's a character. Easy. I would be. Uh, it would, I would obviously uh, become a ant eater. <laughs> 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 
Is he just reading? Is that what's I happening? Don't know. I think he's just reading. No, that's a good answer. He's really funny. He does, and he's really good at. <laughs> I love that accents. man. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, it's about time to wrap this up. All right. Uh, Game so of Thrones, great run. It's uh, almost, it almost got as popular as the RT podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy that we we held on to our crown. Right. Uh, Game of Thrones came close, but not quite. Shout out to Hot Pies. Uh, of the <laughs> we had hot pies. Oh, we had steaks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Um, bye. Bye.